Wake that, Wake that ass, ass, up. ass up. Okay, okay. This is one of my vibes right here. You man. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. How y'all feeling? Listen. Imagine yourself on a white beach. Blue water. Your favorite people. No dick, no stress. Money in the bank. <laughs> Listen, that's how we vibe when I get warning. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole vibe right here. You need it. Want to break the generational curse? Put a number one in the chat right now for me. If you know you're gonna be that one to break that generational curse, put a number one in the chat for me, real quick. Cause listen, this is important. How many folk out here right now believe? I want you to pour your pain on me. Oh yeah. If you believe that your execution is bigger than your salute, your, your, your excuses, put a number one in the chat right now. We execution over excuses today. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Let's get rid of, let's get rid of the energy out of the room by hitting that chair button. Know. 
I want to know. I'm a little nervous. Oh actually. man, Ashley, nervous. Why is Ashley nervous? Why are you nervous like that? Because a third state declared a state of emergency. Oh, over this. Shit. Damn. Here we go. Poxing up. We poxing up first. How you gonna uh, pox up first? Ouch. Ouch. Itch. Season. Mm. Mm. A third state. Mm. I'm sure we're gonna hear about this third state. Other than that, though, I'm feeling good. Feeling great. <laughs> Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? No more states. That's how I'm feeling. No more that part, states. That part. Can we Listen. get that for Christmas? No more states. Listen. No, we need it before Christmas. Oh, Otherwise, gotcha, gotcha. we all gonna be sitting down somewhere. That's all I'm saying. Taking a seat, big seat. Mm-hmm. On Clubhouse. <laughs> the numbers gonna go up the then. Gonna go up. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, gotta come on back, man. Come on back, man. You know. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Oh man, listen man, you know We got a lot to really cover today, man You know, I was hollering at my guy last night, man And you know, I think, uh, you know, today gonna be one of them valuable It's gonna be a valuable session, man Because at the end of the day, man, this is the excuse-free is on. We, we, that's what we're going after. We're going after excuse free. I think, oh, he tackled a bunch of excuses uh, last week, Ashley, on the kids situation. Tackled mm. a lot of excuses. I think, oh, don't like excuses. Because he, he Uncle O. Oh. I, I don't. The excuses do something to you. All right. Excuses like an asshole. Everybody, oh, everybody go. That's a problem. It triggers him. Yeah, it triggers yeah. him. Excuses trigger him. Right. Mm-hmm. right about that. But we say, we have something where we say excuses are the tools of incompetence. Mm. On the foundation of nothingness. Mm. Those who specialize in them specialize in nothing else. Ooh, ooh damn. That's, that's, some fror- that's some sorority stuff? Yep. Sound like it. Yeah, it had to be. Good it had morning. To be. Good morning. Shout outs. Shout outs to the D nine Blue Fire. Yeah, let's get we that. It had to be because they can't put that in the general public and accept people and expect people to accept that. You know, that's not the that's not general public type of uh, accountability. That's people, not regular. It's not regular. No. Can you say that one more time? Because, you know, I felt the way. I ain't going to lie to you, uh, Ashley. I felt the way. I felt the way. I, I, I enjoyed that, though. I enjoyed that. Excuses, so how does it work? Excuses are the tools of incompetence. Mm. Damn. Those who specialize in them specialize in nothing else. Mm. Well. That's an abbreviate. Version. I didn't say that. She said that. So, you know. At the end of the day, you know, nothingness is what got me. That's what got me over. It was the nothingness word. But uh, listen, man, my name is Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas, primarily focused on the wholesale space. Also do a little bit of creative finance, new construction, fix and flip. New to the build to rent space. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, you know, that's it, man. Oh, how, how, how you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good. Man, I'm feeling good. 
<laughs> Finally just logged into my, my Apple Music, man. I've been playing music off of YouTube, man. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I could I had to keep switching my uh Apple my Apple password. I, I don't know what the hell. But anyway, good morning everybody. O'Neill Parker, real estate entrepreneur out of Lafayette, Louisiana. I've been investing in real estate since 2016. Um, like quit my six figure job, replaced my six figure job at the age of 27, and uh, after that I just started building businesses around the real estate business, which I love and enjoy. And uh, now you know. And that building rent space as well. Um, getting into that, just waiting for the properties to close, and then we're gonna get started. And uh, just looking to learn, man. Learn as much as possible. So that's me. Yes, indeed. Ain't it a beautiful thing to wait for them properties to close? You know what I'm saying? But you be yeah. kind of waiting. You know what I'm saying? It's just stressful when you want to put your hands on on that dirt. Yeah, that, that makes you want to go dirt, man. Yeah, man. Cause the land just sitting there. Grass getting long. Yeah, man. You know, gotta go and price of material going up and down. It's going up and down. <laughs> you know, all them kind of problems. You know, <laughs> so I quit. Though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We just, you know, we just doing our part. Just doing our exactly. part, man. Exactly. That is how you feeling, man. No complaints over here, sir. No complaints whatsoever. How you feeling, Byron? You know, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I woke up on that old Chris Brown, that new Chris Brown situation, man. Got me right, right, Ooh. man. That warm embrace Ooh. situation, man. Yeah, he trending all over the internet, man. I seen yeah. a video this morning. You know, was open Instagram. That's, that's a bad boy. Dropped them hit records, man. Now Chris Rock, I mean Chris Brown is is not to be played with when it comes to them records. All. Chris Rock, though. Chris Rock, though. I I, I start thinking about my right hand and and, and it went Chris Rock. It went the Chris Rock direction. But that would have been been apologizing. (laughs) Will Smith had been dropping videos about it. Yeah, man. That was an apology campaign. After three months. He should have done that shit the the, the, the day of. That's what he should have Hey, he's still getting deal. I think he just signed a $35 million. Come on, man. Ain't Movie that was a Netflix so. deal. Yeah, ain't nothing finna stop that guy, man. I left Chris Rock where he was three months ago. <laughs> man. The, the fact that you take three months to quote-unquote break your silence, though, that's some dramatic stuff right there. And now he doing too much with it. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, drop one video, keep it pushing, man. Man, he wanted that, he wanted that, uh, that, that slap Chris Rock clout and respect, you know what I'm saying? I think. He want a red table talking all that. He want a lot. Come on. Man, something wrong with that dude, man. But we we ain't going to dwell on it. We're going to keep it moving. Byron, do me a favor, man. Yes, indeed. Hey, man, drop that beat for me. Let's get this thing started. Good morning. Good morning and good morning to you, too. Hopefully, you're having a great morning. And if not, change the trajectory of that thing and make it a swell one. You're listening to Business Over Breakfast, the No Stingy Energy Podcast, a.k.a. the place to be, where we discuss fresh perspectives on relationships, health, wealth, economics and entrepreneurship. B.O.B. Stand up. I need you to mash that green mansion at the top of your screen so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things business over breakfast. And while you're at it, we have 24 shares, but 37 people in the chat. We got more talking than walking. We need to catch up with the walking. I need everybody in the building to please press on that square where the arrow is pointed up. And when it's up, then it's stuck. I need you to share it in the clubhouse hallways. And we also would like for you to share it on all 
all of your socials, not just there, but tag everybody you possibly can in your context by sending out the text link so that people can wake themselves up and get in this room because a lot of people, you know, were once in a bad situation and perhaps you were too and they need to be in the room to hear about the conversation today so please 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 make sure you do it and listen to this when you hear some gems or some nuggets being dropped it is your responsibility to click on the scissors so that you can clip the last 30 seconds of that portion and share that as well on your socials or wherever you see fit. There will not be any stingy energy tolerated in this building. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Dion Britton, a.k.a. at Dallas The Realtor. Please follow me. Please follow me. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to follow you back. It is Wednesday, August third 2022 get it how you live happy birthday to all you august people to my mom to my brother yep we got a lot of people in august this is a day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it we are about to start we chop it up about this negative money in the bank low low credit score but how to build wealth in 90 days you don't want to miss it please don't be on that you know you could do it in that same time period that will smith has been missing from the apology 90 days let's get it get your writing instruments of choice and a notepad you gonna learn today you better take notes listen here tonight 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 cancel your plans all roads lead to Bible study. That's right. It's Wealth Community Bible Study tonight, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are always there for Bible study on the first, third, and fifth Wednesdays of every month. Only on ourwealthcommunity.com. And you don't want to miss it tonight. We will have a blessed time in the Lord. Make sure you pray for and follow each and every person that's on this digital verbal stage. And I don't know about y'all, but when it comes to these clubhouse streets, it's the B.O.B. for me. Let's go. Let's do what we came to do. And that is to pray. Let's talk to the father and watch him work. And remember this. If God don't do nothing else for you, he's already done enough. Let us pray today, God. We thank you for your saving grace, oh God, that was more powerful than that which was holding us back. Today, God, we decree a massive change for the greater good of ourselves, our families, and those closest to us, as well as this great nation. Today, God, as we plan out the days, the weeks, the months, and the years for our lives and our businesses. Please, God, steer us away from making hasty decisions and let us have longevity and wealth in our minds. Today, God, be our compass as we follow thee. And last but not least, today, God, sometimes... We have a wrong view of you. We're asking you, oh God, that you would lead us away from the wrong views, not only of you, but also of ourselves. Today, God, and for the rest of our lives, don't allow us to confuse your intermission with any li- with any length of a finale, because delayed does not mean denied. Hallelujah. And it is in the mighty unmatched name of Jesus, we pray. And the B.O.B. Church shouted out, amen. Y'all have a powerful, 
and productive day in the Lord. God bless you. And now it is with the esteemed pleasure that I introduce to some and present to others my sister from another mister. She hails from South Carolina and she is also the founder and thought leader of Phenomenal Women Leading. Y'all help me with a warm B.O.B. No stingy energy. Welcome for Dr. Ashley B. Wilkerson who will greet us as only she can with the following words that go just like Hey y'all <laughs> Good morning good sister morning. How you doing? I'm doing good big brother Listen, Byron tried to throw you under the bus That's Uh-oh. all I'm going to say Uh-oh. About this. <laughs> he, he got I saw bus, that <laughs> You tried to throw him under the bus I'm like I, I saw that in the back chat You, you saw that Dallas But here's the thing though Dallas Was I lying about that though? Oh. Uh, we got records, Dallas. We got records. Back to you, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't a lie. It's selective amnesia. That's what it is. It's a difference. It's a difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just difference. give me ninety days. They gave Will ninety days. Been ninety days. There's a difference. That's one of those plead the fifth responses. There you go. There you go. Uh, Oh, y'all are hilarious. Well, he straight threw you under the bus. He wanted to make it known. It was your brother. It was your brother. Goodness it was your brother. He did that. Goodness Dallas did that. Yeah, that wasn't my part. That wasn't my part. Listen, my sore Natasha's in the building. I know she knows about excuses being the tools of incompetence. I know mm. she knows mm. all about that. We don't do excuses. We don't do excuses. I'm just saying, shout out to the D9 in the building. Listen, <sighs> we have some news for you all this morning. Let's talk about Yesterday's it. news segment, I reported that California and New York State declared a state of emergency because of the monkeypox. And Illinois has become the latest government to declare monkeypox a public health emergency. President Biden has named a new White House coordinator for monkeypox as the U.S. struggles to contain a spike in infections. (sighs) Damn. So we got California, we got New York, and we got Illinois now? Yes. Well, you know They have a a national monkeypox response coordinator Working with the CDC's division of HIV prevention Who was named the deputy response coordinator In a move the administration hopes Will help boost the availability of tests Vaccines and treatments Mm. So I want to know, man. Who, who, who kind of a little nervous about this, this, this monkeypox? If you, if you a little nervous about this monkeypox situation, put a number one in the chat. I just want to know. I just want to know. I'm if nervous. Any, just a little nervous about this monkeypox situation. If you don't really give a damn about it, put a number two. I just want to see who, 
who really worried about it, man. I'm because I'm one of them ones. I ain't gonna lie about it. I'm I'm, I'm a little worried about it. You know, can't believe some people put two. Yeah, can't. some people say, man, I'm the, the hell with it. The hell with it. I'm staying at home anyway. That's what they said. You know, you know it is what it is. Yeah, huh? man, you know, they said the hell with it. So, yeah. Well, I'm just providing the news. That's the update. Oh, listen, I'm gonna try not to take an hour today. Please, please, you, you took the whole first segment. I said, man, what's going on, man? She had, she had to get it off her chest, man. Hey, man, she had to get it off her chest, man. It's, it's a lot going on in the world. I'm gonna try not to take the whole first segment this time. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. It's a lot going on in the world. All right, I'm, I'm just gonna give you a couple of. Airbnb apologized after having a slave cabin listed as a luxury getaway on their website. Man, I seen that. Uh, me and my cousin was talking about like that like two days ago. Yes. Uh, That's crazy. Properties that formerly housed the enslaved have no place on Airbnb, a spokesperson said, adding that the company apologizes for any trauma or grief created by the presence of this listing and others like it and that we did not act sooner to address this issue the property is no longer listed on the site the owner of the cottage says that he will no longer advertise it as a quote unquote slave cabin apparently there are several slave cabins listed on airbnb's platform my question is who want to stay there ashley there are some people fascinated with the oppression of black people and would like to stay in what they consider to be a good side of history. Mm. Wow. Well, God bless them people. Um, I guess. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a different level of weird. But you know, I guess you know, life is like a box of chocolates. You you never know what you're gonna get, right, Ashley? It's a lot going on in the news. President Biden reveals that Al Qaeda's leader Ayman Al Zahiri died in airstrike conducted by the United States. Uh, so that happened recently as well. Monica Lewinsky is coming for Beyonce, saying that she needs to. Uh, change the lyric in the song Partition that references her. This comes after Beyonce uh, said that she would change the lyric in another song that spoke to uh, ableism. It's the same lyric that Lizzo recently used in a song and Lizzo was um, publicly accosted by using that term and she too removed the lyric so Beyonce recently stated that she would remove the lyric and after stating that she would remove the lyric that's when Monica Woods came after her and said well that lyric needs to be changed too um, so of course people are attacking Monica Lewinsky because Monica Lewinsky has been referenced in a lot of different songs and she hasn't come for anyone and they say that she's coming for the black woman versus all of the other people who have referenced her so that's trending in the news right now tiger woods is also trending in the news right now because according to greg norman 
Tiger Woods turned down an offer where he would have made 700 to $800 million to be a part of a golf series. And Tiger's response was, I'm good. Damn. That's new. God, dog. Damn. So he good I'm on good. I want to know why, though. Like, why is he good? Because I wouldn't he, be good. Because he good. I wouldn't be comfortable saying no to 700 million. Damn. I wouldn't be comfortable saying no. Like, what was he gonna million. have him doing? Like some pull-ups and some and some and some burpees? And doing the it same just thing said that they doing. wanted him to take part in it. Now I don't know if it's because it's it's Saudi funded. I'm not sure, but he said I'm good. He didn't want to take part in it, and it didn't indicate why. So you know your bag, right? You said nah, the seven. He probably got enough bread in his. Well, you know he's a billion. You you remember I reported that yeah. he made the billionaire list, right? I know, but you got to think about it. Just because you're a billionaire, don't mean you got a billion. Though. That that's seven hundred mil. Then he really could have had a bill. It could have been two billion. Yeah, you know yeah. sitting in that sitting <laughs> in that status comfortably. This is what you saying? Yeah, boy. he could have really had a bill in, in the account. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a different type of that's liquid bill. That that's different. Not too yeah, many you know. That's different. That's different. You just wake up and look at it. Is what you saying, old? Yeah. Look at, look at yeah, the thing here now and You know what, man? I really did that, didn't I? I'm that's on my way. Of, that's a lot of bread, but but anyway, we think. Apparently, apparently he did have a moment. <laughs> Yeezy Inc. is worth an estimated four points as of last year. But Yeezy recently released a statement on social media saying. He just made up the Yeezy Day idea without my approval, then went and brought back older styles without my approval, picked colors and named them without my approval, went and hired people that worked for me without my approval, stole my colorways without my approval, my styles and material approaches without my approval, went and hired a digital manager of Yeezy without my approval, took talent on the production side and sprinkled them throughout Adidas originals without my approval. Even though they did a Balenciaga collaboration, they completely slowed down production on the shoes. Emna developed for the Gap by trying to bully Gap, even though my contract states to do casual shoes, which I was doing when I did fashion shows. When I originally ordered Adidas to make more Yeezy slides, the general manager lied to my face and said they didn't have the capacity. Meanwhile, Adidas was copying my slides and making their own version of Yeezy slide. Yeezy is 68% of Adidas online sales. God, step in. And this is Kanye talking. Kanye talking. He slammed Adidas for for creating Yeezy Day without his approval, allegedly. Man, I just heard of Yeezy Day yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, but he said that he, he didn't approve that. He didn't what approve anything that they're currently doing. I wonder what happens in that situation. Does he sue him? Does he split the partnership? What's, it, what's going on with that? Because I think that some type of situation like that happened with Nike. That's why he left Nike. We're about to find out. Stay tuned. Um, they have canceled the first lady uh, that starred Viola Davis. It was a Showtime series. They did one uh, installment of it, and they're not going to renew. Mm. Mm. 
Yes. So you know what? Good. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop there with the news because the other news is like the the drama news. <laughs> you gonna save it for later. That's where you pause. That's where I'm just gonna pause. save it so it don't take up the second the second first half of the show. That's. <laughs> hey, I, I'm here for it though. If you need support. <laughs> You know we gonna all we got we always got some messy folk in the building, Ashley. I'm just they saying. always want to hear the drama. <laughs> if you if you need support, if you need any kind of support, just put it on out there, man. You know what I'm saying? If I'm you need the support for the drama, I got you, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Who said they got me though? Who was this? This is Derek, the mother funder, young. That is hilarious. <laughs> it would be the mother funder that has me for support, too. Yes, ma'am. Now, Lisa Anytime. in the building. I know she knows about those excuses being the tools of incompetence. Gotta Ooh. shout her out, too. That Bill monuments of nothingness and those who indulge in such theories are seldom capable of anything else. I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm just saying. Boom, boom. Pow, 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 pow. I'm oh just saying. God. Hold on, wait a minute. They build monuments. All right, a minute. Of nothingness. Of nothingness. Okay. We have a Delta in the building, too. Mm. She mm. shouted out. She knows about those excuses. So that's mm. all about that. Listen, I'll say the drama for the second half. Back to you. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's the monuments of nothingness for me. Oh, how you feel about that? Oh. And seldom amount to anything. Oh, this is. Hold on. Correct. Correct. Corrected by. Corrected. Okay. Correct me. Fix me. Fix me. Fix me. Help me out. So, 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 okay. So we doing. They're not correcting you. They're not correcting you. They're not correcting you. You're going to hear. It's going to be. It's going to be different versions of excuses, but they all focus on the fact that excuses don't get you anywhere. Ooh, right? They are built on nothing. Right yeah, yeah. Oh, got excited. <laughs> excuses don't get you anywhere. It rarely produces the fruit that you want, right? They're built on nothing. Don't give it any meaning. Don't give it any weight. They're just that. Excuses. Stay focused mm. on what you're working towards. Wow. Wow. No wow. excuses, baby. No excuses. Something happens. Just be keep it real, man. Just say I didn't do it. Just say I didn't do it. So, oh, real, real quick, you know, since we're talking about excuses, we starting a segment off on no excuses, right? Who, I mean, who better to be in an excuse giving um, 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 situation than somebody with two hundred dollars negative in their bank account currently and four hundred and fifty credit score, and they looking to build wealth in ninety days. Most folk in that situation, oh, they're going to be excused up. What you think? Of course. And they're going to feel like the world against them. Is everybody fault? I'm mm-hmm. broke because this person, my mama said this, my uncle said that. That's why I ain't got no money. But mm-hmm. they always blaming shit on somebody else. You ever notice that? Yeah. Yeah. It's always somebody else's fault. You know, why your credits go 450 um, you you two hundred negative in the they be account. they be co-signing mm-hmm. for people. Co-signing. That's your fault because you fault. agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you think about what you think about number one that mentality? You know, uh, because I'm a firm believer oh, that a lot of times we find ourselves in in in, in these kinds of situations when we take our hands off the wheel, right, of our life, 
right? We take the hands off the wheel. We allow other people to drive the wheel. Um, or other situations, or we just sometimes we don't let nobody drive it. We just put the put keep keep our feet on the gas, right? And just however we wherever we end up in in in, in land, that's where we end up in land. That's how we end up in these kind of places. So, right. so what what do you have to say about that mentality? Oh, what, what's your what's your take on that? You talking about the mentality that we were just speaking of? Yeah. You ain't never going to make it if you like that. Never. You ain't never going to make it because you're not being real with yourself. You're not accepting accountability of all the things and mistakes you made. So you ain't never going to get to the next level. I think, I feel once you accept what's going on, you know, you're not in the right space, you ain't never going to make it out. Never. Because you got to keep it real with yourself. Yeah, I fucked up because I... Let my girlfriend use my credit. She told me she'd been paying her bill. She ain't paying six months. Now my credit went down. You know? It's my fault that I maxed out a $3,000 credit card. You know? My credit dropped. It's my fault they fired me for my job. You know? Because I didn't do what I was supposed to be doing. You know, you just got to keep it real. And then once you accept that, you start educating yourself on other things. And then you get out the hole that you was in. That's how I feel about that. How you feel about it? Man, I'm still stuck on the monuments of nothingness. I'm still stuck there. Ashley, you know, you shouldn't have did it to me like that, Ashley. I'm still stuck there. Because at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's always a reason that we can give ourselves, right? Key word, give ourselves to justify why we haven't done the things that we know that we are supposed to be doing. It's always a reason. And um, if you're cool with that reason, cool. If you're not cool with that reason, right, and you're and you're choosing not to do anything about it, you still need to accept and be cool with that decision all the same. So if you're going, if you're going, if you decide not to, right, um, do the things that you know that you need to do in order to uh, level up your life. Because I, I, I'm a firm believer oh, that most folk, matter of fact, I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm venture to say that 99% of the people in this room right now know exactly what needs to be done to get them to the next level. They know exactly what needs to be done. Um, they've already gotten a vision. They wouldn't even be here, right, if they weren't in the mindset of somebody who is looking to grow and looking to, to, to do great things. Wouldn't even be in the building, right? So, as a result of that, the question I'm is, uh, yeah, the, I'm gonna tap into that. Please do, please do. But let me let me get this. The question is, if that person is going to 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 to, to uh, uh, dedicate themselves, dedicate themselves to what they know is already in their uh, in in their, in their life plan, if they choose to pick it up. But uh, what was you gonna say, Ashley? I was gonna. Oops, I didn't mean to stay off mute. My bad. I was gonna stay say that um, sometimes people don't see them as excuses because be under the guise of solutions, or they could be um, approved and understood by others or even themselves. So, what do I mean by that? Sometimes. Right. We all go through challenges. We 
y'all go through hard times and something tragic can happen. Something, you know, bad can happen that can prevent you from operating in your best, being your best. And the answer would be, you know what, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to quit. I'm just not going to do this. I'm not going to focus on this because, you know, I have this going on. I have that going on. Um, I have sick family. I have children. I have whatever it is that's going on. Right. And the world would say, our family would say, our friends would say, yeah, you know, I totally understand that. I do. I understand you wanting to quit. Then being exhausting, girl, go ahead. You don't have to get that done. Just don't even worry about it. And you can tell yourself the same thing. But here's the thing. When you don't get it done and you don't achieve the goal that you've intended to you have to look at yourself two years later, three years later, five years later and say, this is still not done. I didn't complete such and such and such and such. And that's because you took the out. Right. You decided, I'm just going to take this pass. And life doesn't really give you passes for real. Either you do or you don't. So you achieve or you won't. You get to decide, you get to choose, are you going to take the pass that can come in the form of an excuse or are you just going to stick to it? Whether it, whether you slow down, whether you take a break, whether you pause to regroup and then jump back in, are you going to take the pass? That's really where it boils down to. Wow. Y'all done got Coach Ashley fired up. I say Coach Ashley on purpose because I know that's that's where that spirit came from. Because at the end of the day, man, listen, again, you already know what you need to be doing to level up your life. Again, the question is, are you willing to dedicate yourself right, right now, right now as we speak to that said vision? Or not, right? And if you're not, if you're not, you need to accept all of the consequences, all of the regret, all of the failure, all of the problems that come along with not accepting or operating in your specific vision currently. Hey, hey Byron, let me let me add to this uh, as well. So I think that a lot of times uh, we psychologically trick ourselves out of success too. So if you think about it, when you're getting something, you started something new, it's always that factor in the back of your mind. What if it doesn't work? Why do we always have to think that? What if it doesn't work? Why can't we think positive and say, hey, this can work if I get the right mentorship. This can work if I get the right education. And so that's key. We as people need to be thinking differently and we got to make sure that we're structuring right because perfection also uh, can be the road to failure so if if everything is not aligned perfect or if i don't have this person that's working with me i can't do it so that's that's also uh, a road to uh, failure as well absolutely absolutely um, so I, I want to, um, cause on the second half, we really want to dive deep on exactly some wealth strategies, um, uh, in order to help you level up even, you know, despite you having all of these circumstances, but I really kind of want to just, you know, stay on this mindset 
space real quick because I want to make sure. Definitely do. Definitely. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you don't get that piece right, oh, right? Ain't none of this shit going to work. Ain't none of this shit going to work. Because guess what? We're going to pour our hearts out, right, with all of these different strategies and, and, and tips and things to help you level up. And you just going to sit here and receive and listen and do nothing. No. Mm. They're going to be Burn. like, yeah, I got to understand, but nah, it ain't clicking. It ain't clicking. Yeah, somebody wants to jump uh, in. Can I jump in? Yeah. Yeah. So, first of all, good morning, everyone. It's Benny here. Um, you know, what actually got me into coaching was uh, I was hired by United Way as a financial coach, and we were working with a uh, load of moderate income families in uh, Miami. And then we started to work with government employees. And it was interesting that working through doing financial coaching was really the entry point into me doing coaching in general. And here was the reason why, as I was talking with people, it didn't matter if they were low to moderate income or they were getting paid good government jobs, there was the same struggle. It's what we call the money message, right? The money message that people get early on about finances, right? Don't you like, like spend your money while you have it. Don't, don't invest it. You know, almost like there's almost like these limiting beliefs that I started to find didn't matter whatever bracket you were in. Didn't matter if you were Hispanic, black, brown, white. There was all these these money messages that people were having. And what I found to be interesting was that when we were talking about this, we were talking about education. We were talking about uh, entrepreneurship. We were talking about all of these what ifs, should haves, and, and all of these possibilities that people never reached. And it's so interesting because when we find those to be our excuses, what we have, there's a certain point in what I'm hearing you say, and even what, what Coach Ashley was saying before, and I say Coach Ashley because she was coaching. Uh, she was she was giving it to us. Um, what what I really appreciated was that they were taking ownership. And I think one thing, that's, I think that's the key word in this conversation is ownership. What happens when you take ownership over your excuses, when you take ownership over your opportunities, when you take ownership, again, when you start to do something from nothing, or at least you can build from, from, from what you have. And what I found to be really important was that it was all around money. It literally was all around money, education, uh, dreams, entrepreneurship. All of it was around this idea that if my parents or my upbringing didn't have wealth or didn't have money, that my mindset was limited. And I think now in today's market, it's different because we have so many resources. Like literally, if you are broke, you are choosing to be broke. Like, and I really believe that. Um, um, or, or at least you're choosing to stay broke. That's what I'm gonna say. You're more choosing to stay broke, not because there are so many opportunities that you have to maximize and capitalize on and you have to take ownership over. Again, if I didn't take ownership over my finances, over my decisions, over my my communities, my my surroundings, I would have never I would never got to where I'm at right now. Because I'll be honest with you. My family is still struggling back home in Chicago. They're still living paycheck to paycheck. They're still, and, and, and I could send them money and I could help them out and I do that. But the truth is that they haven't changed their mindset. Just what you said. They haven't changed their mindset. They have all this skill set, right? But they haven't changed their mindset. And if you don't change your mindset, your skill set will never flourish. You'll go from job to job having all of this knowledge, but not knowing what to do with it. 
and, and, and not turning that into an opportunity to, to actually make investments or to grow your business or to even start something. And maybe that's not the end goal. Maybe it is to grow within a company and a corporation and grow in, and be something within that. And that's fine. That's, that's, it's not versus entrepreneurship versus working a job, but it is around this mindset of how we look at how we gain wealth, how we get knowledge, and what do we do from that point? Because there's a certain point where your excuses, while they may be good, they're no longer valid. That you can no longer use those excuses because those excuses got an expiration date on them. And guess what? A lot of them are out of date. They're stale. They don't work anymore. Matter of fact, bad. They're no longer good usage, right? They're bad, they're bad use uh, goods. And so I think part of it too, Byron, is people have to. We have to take ownership uh, over our over the way we think. We have to take ownership over what we do, our opportunities, our relationships. And when we do that. Man, that is a key that should empower us to go ahead and get well. So I just wanted to share that thought. I got a quick question um, to the room. Why do we um, know exactly the things that we need to be doing to get ourselves to the next level? And don't even do it. (laughs) And don't do it. Why, Why do we do that? Can somebody help me understand the reasons why? We know I just need an honest person right now. I need somebody extremely honest right now to help me understand. I, I think one for me is uh, environment, comfortability. You know, you could have been up at a point, you know, 700 grad school, decent job. All the people you grew up with, same house they've been in for 30 years, complaining about everything, still on food stamps. So um, if they ever do fall, it'd be like, you know, it's good because I grew up like this. My mom, all right. My dad, all right. My grandma, all right. They still making it. So why I keep trying hard if I don't have to? They look like they living decent. I think that may be one reason. I think we've been conditioned for hand-me-downs, bro. Mm-hmm. We've been trained for hand-me-downs. So we're used to everybody else doing it for us instead of us doing it for ourselves. Anybody else care to share? Like, I, I love that. Oh, and, and I, w- I want to hear personal. I, w- I want to hear personal, you know. Here's Ice. Ice, Here's let's ice. talk about it. it there, these things, and I'm going through it, I, and I've been through it. They're easy to do when you break it down to the component parts. But they're also easy not to do. They're easy to do. They're easy not to do. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take that definiteness of purpose, and that only comes by practice. But because they're easy not to do, that's the problem. I'll pop in, too. I totally agree. This is Lolita. You know, when we talk about, you know, personal, personally, I'll talk about the fear that I had when I leaped into entrepreneurship. You know, I was in corporate for almost 20 years. I was a boss at what I did. People knew who I was. I was I was I was in a great position inside of my corporation. And. You know, to leap into entrepreneurship is brand new. So the fear that I had, I remember these limiting beliefs that surrounded my head, even though I knew I was really good inside of my space. It was going into something new and it was, oh my gosh, nobody knows me for being a certified coach. Nobody knows me for being an entrepreneur. Nobody knows me for this. It was the fear of judgment. It was the fear of, will people flock to me? Will they understand? I remember writing my first book and thinking like, who's going to read this? I remember saying my first poem, even right here on Clubhouse and being like, oh my God, all these poets that's in the room. It's just really fear of judgment. 
And I remember all of those things coming up. And if we're honest with ourselves, it's really that fear that really shackles us and holds us back. But when we sit in the greatness of who it is that we are, which is not always easy, but when we when we can reaffirm ourselves and then remind ourselves that, wait a minute, hold on, I've been through this thing before and I'm still standing right here. Like you're, you have endless possibilities. And what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Like what is the worst thing that's going to happen? And it takes sometimes a partner to be with you to remind you of your greatness because listen, we're the greatness that others have yet to see. I say that all the time. And sometimes that includes us. Sometimes we don't see the greatness inside of us. So when we choose to leap, then amazingness happens. When I choose to say my poetry on this app, I continue to write more. Next thing you know, I have a book. When I choose to do things that feel uncomfortable in a moment, next thing you know, people are saying, oh my God, thank you for lifting your voice. And when we recognize that there is somebody that needs us, when we recognize that we're standing in the power of our greatness and people are being impacted, including us, you walk, talk, and behave differently. And so that fear, I think, is that thing that says, I know I should be pushing especially if you're on this app and you're inside of this room, you hear people every day pouring in motivation and sharing with you where they've come from. You hear it every single day. The next step is action. And it just takes that one step forward to be like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to say naked because that's just what it feels like, right? On this stage. And I'm going to make myself, I'm putting all of me out there judgment or whatever, but you got to stand in that thing. And I just feel like when you're grounded on faith in your strengths, then then you're able to do that thing. Like, do it scared. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen here? Right? Hey, Byron, it's rough. I want to jump in, man. Uh, I, I think, uh, and everybody's giving, definitely giving gems. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, I'll add by saying, I think um, bad habits play a role as well. Um, you know, stuff like you get up in the is morning. This is you are with people. This this is with me. Okay. This is this has okay. been this has been me, but I think it, some other people can resonate with as well. Uh, even with just recently, man, when y'all was doing business every, over breakfast every day, um, and then you went down to three days a week, um, I would come in every day, and then I got to a point where I started going to the drama rooms in the morning. So I, I welcomed myself back to this space, man, as a good habit. Um, you know, other things like you know, instead of you know reading a book, you know, I would spend a whole lot of time watching. You know, uh, Ratchet TV. You know what I'm saying with my wife. Back to the bullshit. Yeah, I went back to the bullshit. You know, just but you know, hanging out with my wife. You know, my wife liked to watch it a little bit, but she she earns it because she does a lot of things during the day. So that's one of her cool downs. So I I would just go in there and cool down with her instead of going that extra mile in my business. Um, And you know, instead of paying for courses, you know, this ain't necessarily me, but this is you know some things that I've heard other people say that they were go- that they that they need to come around for instead of spending your money on education or courses or things that are going to take you to the next level you know you, you got to take a vacation you got to go on a trip you got to go on you know go to brunch or whatever it is and that ain't to shame people for spending their money but if you know if you know that it's another thing that you that you need to do another step that you need to take and you haven't taken it yet and then you go back like like on the other say you went going back to that bullshit first like earn those things with yourself, right? Earn those things with yourself. Put in that extra hour, spend them extra couple of hundred dollars on something that's going to progress you so you can comfortably spend your money and time doing the bullshit or doing the fun or whatever it is. I land. Appreciate y'all. So rough, I got a question. I got a question. So what you said is real and a lot of people relate to that. How do you so you going forward and you just auto, all of a sudden start going backwards. Like, how does that happen? Where does that come from? Is it like, is it surroundings? Like, what is it? What happened? Like, what happened for you? I, I'm going to tell you what happened for me, man. I had a good-ass month one month. 
I, I messed around and made fifteen grand in one month. Oh, he got comfortable. <laughs> he got comfortable. <laughs> and you yes, stopped sir. doing exactly what you was doing to make the fifteen thousand. Yes, sir. Damn. Hey man, that's real. We appreciate I'd like to say something. I don't um I don't normally this is Keisha, by the way, good morning. Um, I know a lot of people deal with the same thing and it looks like uh, maybe it's the same thing among a lot of different people, but I've been in therapy. I know I have a diagnosis, um, uh ADHD or whatever. I know a lot of people have it, but my issue and I know it presents differently everybody, but my issue is with executive functioning and I <laughs> struggle with getting through multi-step processes. I can sit and talk to somebody about a business plan. I can sit here and come up with ideas all day long. Um, I talk to Moran all the time, and we're always coming up with ideas. But my issue is um, adding too many things to my plate and then not knowing which one I should do first. So I get overwhelmed very easily. So for me, my challenge is creating a process and a schedule that I can stick to. I work well with processes, lists, and things like that. But I have an issue um, with organizing those thoughts to where it can be effectively executed. I've done lots of things. I've gotten a master's. I do multiple things all the time, which is kind of a problem because my mind doesn't get time to settle down and focus on one task at a time. So for me, I want to do all of these things. I know how to do all of these things and I can talk freely about it, but the execution is where I'm challenged. And I don't like to talk about it because it seems like an excuse. I have told myself that it's an excuse, but it's one of those things that I have tried several different ways to do it myself and I actually need help in that area, but I know what to do. I can retain information. I learn all the time. I can speak easily about things, but the execution part is hard for me. So that's one of the things I've even told my therapist, like, I need some tools. I don't want to come sit here and talk to you about my feelings all day. I don't need the emotional support. I need, I need tools that can help me create a process and stick to it so that it can become kind of like a a muscle memory type of thing. That's my thing. And of course, part of it is the fear of not knowing if I'm doing it right or if I've done the right thing first. So sometimes that, that analysis paralysis gets in the way and that's personal. So I don't know if that anyone else um, experiences that. Yeah, that's good. I got to share on that that, because see that, that, you know, you know, you speak in my language, uh, cause you know what? I struggle, you know, I'm, I'm a share, um, some personal, share I, with us, man. yeah, yeah like you know, hear. I struggle with that too. See, um, and what I realized Keisha, and this is just for me, I got to speak for me is that sometimes, sometimes I'll add things to my plate to, to distract me from doing the things that I know I need to do. Meaning a opportunity, right? opportunity i allow opportunities sometimes to distract me from from doing the mundane things right that i don't feel like doing at the moment and i'll trick myself into believing that instead of doing the mundane things or the things that i'm not really excited about doing to finish one project or complete this project i'll add a new opportunity on my list right As if this is, you know, oh, I don't want to miss this opportunity. But in reality, in reality, that opportunity can sometimes be a distraction. So what I've I've learned to do, right, and this is something that I'm I constantly have to keep my eyes on, and I have to I have to be be intentional about my uh, action. I have to get comfortable with saying no to things. 
I have to say no to certain things. I have to block out certain things because me, me knowing that I just feel sometimes I'm going to be honest with you. Keith, sometimes I feel invincible. I feel like I cannot be stopped. I feel like anything that I do, I'm going to be great at. That's how I feel, honestly. Yep. But here's the problem with that. Just because you can do it don't mean that you can necessarily do it. And you have to get comfortable with that word no. Um, you have to get intimately comfortable with that word no. And that's what I've had to do to overcome that. Because I, I have a lot of talents, a lot of gifts, a lot of abilities. Um, and I have a decent decent IQ, right? And as a result of that, it'll, 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 it'll lead you in the places, right, that you don't need to be in. You know what I'm saying? Just because just because you had the ability to do it. And so I just want to I just want to say thank you for sharing that and, and putting that on the table, because I know that somebody else is struggling with that, too. I can tell by the way that people was coming off the mics. But, um, yeah, uh, I struggle with that. <laughs> it, no, it, it's, it's one of those things that I mean, like you say, I, I get these these bursts of energy where I have, you know, 50 million dollar ideas and they're really great and I'm excited but as soon as something gets in the way of that momentum it's really hard for me to get back because I'm a person that hyper focuses like I won't eat I won't sleep that's how I got through college grad school pulling an all-nighter because there are certain moments where I, I have the energy and the focus but it's the momentum and then sometimes after you come out of that manic stage you're like oh shit what what did I just sign up for there's no all of this done and then I feel bad about it because I feel like I failed myself so it's kind of like that that cycle and that's where the anxiety comes in because when you finally get a chance to do it you're like damn did I did I take on too much can I really do it <laughs> or whatever so I'm glad I'm not alone but thank you for that Byron oh my goodness that is very powerful that I'm Patricia and everything you guys are saying is is dead on point um that's one of the things that I struggle with as well but the biggest thing is is putting in the work when, while people fail is because they don't want to put in the work. Everybody want to be, everybody want to be strong and successful. Everybody want to be win, but they never want to put in the work. Everybody want to be great, but nobody want to do the work. And I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of people that are not successful. We're in their, in their lane because they find that the challenges seem to be insurmountable. So they give up or they make excuses why, they can't keep pushing because they don't have the resources or the people to back them. Um, so they stop because they don't feel like they are, they have the right support system behind them, or they don't feel like they are adequate enough to continue to, to push through. I struggled for two years in my business until I got it to the point where now I'm making the money that I would like to make. Um, nowhere where I want to be, but I'm definitely not where I used to be. And it's because I kept pushing. And when people say, Take those challenges and don't allow anything to stop you, no one to to condemn you or to tell you that you can't do it. I look I took that as my energizer and said, no, I'm going to I'm gonna make this happen because I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna give up. I trust Trish enough and I'm gonna stand it long enough to get to where I need to be. So and a lot of times it's it's putting in that hard work where people don't wanna do it and that's how they give up on themselves and that's why they don't they don't never get to the level to where they need to be because they stop. What about the company that we keep? You know, I think 
sometimes it's also the company that we keep. We hang with people who fit our now <laughs> and not the people who fit our next. Oh, so, talk about it. Yeah, sometimes you, you know, your friend group, your circle, your social circle can keep you comfortable. Or when you're trying to go up and you need to talk about other things that, you know, you're not trying to talk about these same things that have you where you are. You're trying to talk about how to get to your next. Like, for instance, like your credit, like if your credit is a 450 and then you got friends who they not having those conversations right of how to upgrade your credit or how to build a business credit and now you on this movement like you coming into the bob room and you learning something new and you want to talk about it not thinking like that they're not trying to expand their thinking or grow their mind or they're not trying to expand their thinking or grow their mind or they're not trying to go to the next level with you then you know it's it's difficult at times to say bye to those things, but it's necessary to get to the next level. It's necessary in order to grow. You got to make room. You got to prune. You got to cut off the things that are not working. You got to cut off the people that are not working. And sometimes you feel bad about it. You feel bad that, but you can't take everybody with you where you're going. You know, I, I struggle with that. I feel bad because I want to bring everybody with me. I'm like, I'm learning about this business party. You guys, I just got this with this and they're not there. They're not trying to do that. They're not trying to hear that. Oh, I'm going here to this conference. They're not trying to do that. Or in a sense, then you're starting to level up and they're starting to get jealous. Now that can mm. pull you down too. Cause you got people around you who's they, they not going with you and they're not happy for you. So be conscious. They make, they of make you feel bad. Cause you win. Yep. yep. And, but they don't want to put in the work and they not trying to go with you. I am. Oh, I want to hear. I want. I want to pose that question to my guy, old Anthony O'Neill, man. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, you know, you know, right? And, and, and it's from a personal, right? Because we sharing from a personal, right? Um, you know, it's some things that you should be doing, right? To 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 level up for whatever reason, for whatever reason, um, you're not doing those things. Uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, like, so what, what, what are those things for you, um, that you struggle with that probably nobody knows? Cause they look at you and think that, oh my God, you know, Anthony O'Neill is killing it here. He's killing it there. Um, but you know, you know, that these are some things that you struggle with, you know, to overcome, to get to that next level, because I believe that everybody knows what they need to do to get to, to whatever level they're trying to get to. And, you know, we all have those secret struggles. I just want to know, like, do you have those secret struggles and uh, how do you deal with them and cope with them? Yeah, man, that's a uh, good question, man. I love everyone share. Um, absolutely. I got those, man. And I think mine is, is probably what a lot of people will be shocked about um, for for myself. But mine is the opinions of, of others and um, the the desire to be light. And when I say the, the desire to be light, it's everyone who knows me, follows me. My stance is, is, is really completely opposite of the average financial guy stance. Right. And so even, especially since I've been on my own barn, just, just keeping it a buck and keeping it vulnerable. I'm like, all right, man, so I'm on my own. So I don't have to, da, 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 da. I don't have to live on this side. 100%. I can, I can, I can blend over a little bit. And man, and it's because um, I'm often I'm oftentimes talked about. I'm oftentimes called 
um, out of my name. I'm oftentimes overlooked. I'm oftentimes uh, get blogs talking about me. Uh, and so, so I remember one time right before, right when I started my own, man, I called screaming so hard of, of my financial message. And, man, I really felt convicted uh, because I was in the airport and this young lady saw me and she came up to me and begged me for a picture. And I really wasn't in the mood, man. And uh, she showed me a picture of her home that she was able to put down 20 percent. Um, she was debt free. She was able to get her son through college. And she said she said this one thing that just really convicted me. But keep in mind, during this time, I had really paused to see, OK, where do I want to go with my message uh, when I firmly believe my message because it worked for me. But I'm like, it's not really received by black people like that. And this was a black woman, and she was like, thank you. And I said, why do you say thank you? She said, because you gave me a different look at something to get my life started. And right then and there, I was like, yo, like I, I got to bust my, my rear end. And this is what I've been called to do. And I think sometimes we allow, I can't say we, sometimes I can allow the opinion of others to derail my God-given assignment. When God gave me this assignment, now I, I tend to be like, ah, oh, but that's not being received over here. And he told me one thing. You can go over there on that side, and you're still not going to be received by certain people. So you just got to stay to what I've assigned you to do. I've assigned them to do what they've assigned to do. Everyone has different methods. This is your method that I gave you and stick to it. And sometimes, man, I just got to I just gotta regroup. That's why I take a vacation. That's why I was off for a whole month of July, just to regroup, re-energize, refuel myself. Uh, because when when you are different, truly different, not just saying different, but when you are really different, opposition comes your way and you need to regroup. And sometimes that opposition will make you think, well, well are they right? Am I wrong? And so uh, for me, I've just learned to, to regroup. I got I to gotta take a break. I got to step back. And I surround myself around... Um, leaders uh, and people who I give the space and the opportunity to talk into my life, uh, to encourage me, to challenge me, to to remind me, and man, and I'm grateful for that. But I think everyone, all of us on this stage, are successful in, in our areas. We all, I think, we all battle with the opinion of others. We all want to, you know, defend our stance, defend our thoughts, uh, defend our opinions. But I've learned, man, why defend your opinion? I mean, I don't I don't need 10 million followers to make 10 million dollars. I really only need about a good four, five thousand followers to make a good few million dollars. You know, I ain't trying to have a billions. I would love it. Uh, but I just want I want I want freedom mentally, spiritually and financially. And that that can come in so many different ways than just having a billion dollars. I mean, as long as I got a cool 10 million dollars sitting in my account, a good, beautiful, thick old wife and some beautiful kids. I'm happy. And the opinions of others won't stop me from doing it. It's the thick wife for me. It's the beautiful, thick old wife for me. It's the me. beautiful, thick oh. old wife for me, man. Ooh. The thick old wife. Wait a minute now. Yeah. God, dog, it's time for the reset. It God, is. Dog, it. it's time for that old thick old reset, bitch. Yeah, man, we thick old. Hey, man, did they, get, did, did they come out and get you a little excited now to tell the truth, man? Tell the Say, truth. Say, man, I started thinking. Uh, yeah. uh, break time. <laughs> for sure, man, for sure. We got, man, hey, Byron. Uh, yeah. Oh, big old. Ashley, man, this conversation is getting deep. Mm-hmm. It's getting deep. I can't wait till the second hour. Hey, Byron, do me a favor, man, and drop that beat. Let's get it. Four, five, six. Ooh. Get it. Get it. 
I love it, man. I love it. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, welcome to the second hour of Business Over Breakfast, the No Stinger Energy Podcast. Hey, listen up. If you have not done so, we just made it to 100, but that doesn't mean that you've done it. It's 402 people in the room right now, and we only have 25% of the people reporting in. I need you to salute the room, and how do you do that? You press on that box with the arrow pointing upward, and when it's up, then it's stuck. We only had 101 with 103, but it's 403. Let's go. Let's get this thing to 100%. I dare you. I double dog dare you. I got a stick on your shoulder, and I'm be- I'm betting you won't do it. I bet you won't. Do it right now. I need you to share the room, or that means that you do contain stingy energy, and that's why you can't get to the next level with your ugly self. Let me, okay, I'm sorry. All right, let me keep moving. <laughs> Let me keep moving. If you have not joined the club, please press on that green mansion at the top of the screen so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things business over breakfast. I appreciate those that are jumping in the ship because we're not going to sink. We're definitely going to sail. We're going to soar and we're going to get to heights that we that we've only even dreamt of. So let's get it together. One thirty six on the shares. I think they listening, Byron. Oh, I think they listening. Let's go, everybody. Get rid of the stingy energy, Dallas. I'm just saying, man. We got to get rid of it, man. It's it's. They got it. I think they're getting it. Come on, y'all. Let's get this to two hundred before. But Ashley and I um finish here. I got the. Can y'all hear me? I got the red stripe. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You're good. You're okay, good. Good deal. Good deal. All right, y'all. So tonight, 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 all roads lead to ourwealthcommunity.com. Tonight is Bible study, and you do not want to miss it. Let's talk about tonight. What? Delayed, but not denied. It may have took some time for you to get there, but it is not being denied. The things that you've been asking God for are yay and amen so just be in the room tonight you don't want to miss it it's going to be out the chain we chain we're going to have a blessed time in the lord and now we got to get some more of that news y'all it's time for the second portion of the bob news let me hand it over to my sister from another mr dr ashley b Wilkerson and she's coming to greet us again as only she can with this right here. Hey y'all. Hey, you caught that alley oop again. You can, you're just great at this. I'm your hands down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my two point shot is pretty mean, just Ooh. in case y'all didn't know. Ooh. Yeah, but I, I think you're hitting threes or half courts on that one. Right? Half courts. <laughs> I'm half court. Yeah, you, you, that ain't no top of the key shot right there. That hey, y'all got some on it. Yeah, it got some on man. it. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder if 10K already got the domain for that situation. You already know. Lord, you, just you already know. And if he don't, I bet about 405 <laughs> people just thought about it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Get your butt off of there. Get off that go down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I can't with y'all. You know what? There are some people. I'm led to say this right now. You led to say this? I am. I am led to say this. There are some people in the building right now. Mm -hmm. They come into the room all the time. They're not a member of the club. Ooh, talk to them. They don't share the room. They don't follow Byron, Uh, O'Neal, Founders, Diddy. Mm. 
they just come in. Oh, freeload. Take free all load. the value. Freeload. Get their morning started right, then they leave. They don't. <sighs> they don't post in their stories. They don't share on social media. Damn. They don't do. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Damn. Actually, talking to you. <laughs> Listen, she come in talking about monuments or nothing on the first half. Now she calling people out, letting them know that they got stingy energy and they may die from it. <laughs> Not to die. Not to die. They may die from stingy energy syndrome. <laughs> you know. I can't. Listen, I want to know does the stingy energy syndrome. I mean, does it have like bumps or rashes or anything like that? Here we go. Like, <laughs> like monkey pox. Like monkey pox. Like monkey pox. It's got the pox on it. It's got the pox on it. We don't want that. We don't want that. That's the first symptom. That's the first symptom. I'm just saying it, right? Because, you know, we have people that come in here every day and they haven't hit the house at the top and become a member. And that doesn't cost anything. We have people that come here every day and they haven't connected with the founders or the mods or anything like that. Or they haven't followed you, Ashley. And you give them the news about it. Right. That's news they heard all day. Best news they <laughs> heard. What's going all- on in the world? I do. I try- You know what? I'm going to shout out Tracy and Bonita and JP and Malcolm and Aaron. They just connected with me on the on on the app. They just connected. They feel your, they feel your energy. They feel in your energy. Today, God. <laughs> Dallas, do pray for. Them. Dallas, do pray for. Them. Oh man, I just I just had to tap in there because you know they come in every day. They don't connect. They extract they don't value and don't give no value. They don't share. I'm just trying to help them out. I'm just trying to help. Them don't out. want that that stingy energy syndrome. Don't want that. Don't want that stingy mm-hmm. energy syndrome. Now mm-hmm. I went and I researched why Tiger Woods turned down seven to eight hundred uh million dollars to participate in this tournament. And one of the things uh that he said is, you know, he doesn't really agree with people abandoning golf's traditional setup. And accepting money from a country with a dismal human rights record. So he turned it down. I mean, when you got a billion dollars, you you know, I mean, you can do billion dollar things. You like do billion that. dollar things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, you we worried about human rights and stuff like that. You can what do would that. you do, Byron? Take the money. <laughs> take the money. <laughs> take the money. <laughs> Because then there no money it will be I'm money. I'm take the money and protest later. You know what I'm saying? You know, protect no the people on my I, back. I put it on my. I need the bag. I need the bag. Give me that. Mm-hmm. I can help more people. Oh, <laughs> is, it, is it for helping more people though? Yeah, I can help more people. <laughs> Facts. Byron, Byron, gonna take the money and go get a thick old wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man engaged, man. That man engaged. That man engaged. That man engaged. That's what he was referring to. That's what he was referring to. He was referring to. He was referring to her. He was referring to her. That's that's what that was. He was referring to her. Uh, now you see, that, now that now that goes back to Ashley's point. If he was following him on Instagram, he would know what's going on. Don't <laughs> see. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> Well, I, I ain't you. connected. 
Come on, man. That's what he was talking about, though. You just expose yourself, man. You just expose yourself. He was, he was, hey, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Skinny wife, he said a thick old wife. Yeah, thick old. It was on the hold on. Y'all got me laughing over here, man. Oh lord. It's on the hold on too, man. Why do you always? Why do you all always take over my news segment, though? I'm just saying, man. It be important, Ashley. It be important. Oh. It don't be regular. Mm. Oh. Yeah, my news. Speaking of not regular, there's a Hawaii couple charged with assuming the identities of their deceased children, infants who passed away, and they fraudulently assumed their identities back in 1987 and have been living full lives under these children's names since then. Damn. They had that good credit on them babies. <laughs> Damn. God, dog. Kansas voters have decided to maintain the right to an abortion in their state's constitution by voting no on a proposed constitutional amendment. So they will maintain abortion rights in the state of Kansas. Legendary Dodgers broadcaster Vin Scully has passed away at the age of 94 years old and I reported yesterday this is this is the drama part this is the drama part I reported yesterday in the news that Neo's wife Crystal announced that she was leaving him after eight years which I think they may have been married for six years because a few months ago they celebrated what I saw was their sixth wedding anniversary with a with a vowel renewal but four months later she has called it quits now this has gone viral on social media in particular because she cites that the reason why she's leaving him is because he was having multiple affairs with women for hire Mm. working women unprotected Mm. and that she was unaware Mm. And so um, a lot of conversation is going on on social media. And the main part of the conversation is the fact that it was with women that now poses a health threat to her when he's when he's doing it with working women who have multiple partners for hire. Oh, God. You know, I'm still trying to understand. Oh, what? Well, well, well. Ashley, what would you do about a situation like that? Tell the truth. What would I do about a situation like that? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Wait a minute, I have to look back at the screen so I can look at your picture. <laughs> Wait a minute. I had to exit out of the news app to come back to the screen so I can feel like I'm looking wait, at wait you. A minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Husband, what do you think I would do with you if you having multiple affairs with women for hire? Mm. You'd be like, just invite them in and we can just live this poly life. That's what I would be like. Mm-hmm. Or no. 
or not. Exactly. I'm to say, my eyes got big. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it got, oh, real, it got real quiet. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. I ain't yeah. even told that about Dr. Ashley. You made the room hey. real calm with that. Hey, man, let's, that's I'm a conversation, big. brother. It got real quiet in there. <laughs> it's like, I ain't even going to say nothing. I am not commenting. <laughs> that's a death. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's you, that wake you, up. That's that wake up to to some some bad stuff, man. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand it. I mean, you can't even be mad at her. Like, nah, I don't understand like, why like, he just don't. This don't. Disgusting. I mean, if, yeah, like, dude, you. I mean, not like respectfully. <laughs> like, I mean, you got, but like, why you get women for hire? Like, you could really just. I mean, why you wrong with the women that, for hire? That part, right? It's that's. That's the disrespectful part. Russian you know, roulette with your life. We trying to catch yeah. monkey pock. Not even for her, for him. Like, why are you playing with your life? We like want monkey pock. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, I would be like some Angela Bassett in some waiting to excel type situation. The you film. need the movie scene. <laughs> you need Spike Lee on deck. You need all I of need the them things. All. On deck. Okay. Ashley right. talking okay. about the burning bed. You know, I'm just saying. That. I'm gonna be like Angela. Y'all, y'all know what Angela Bassett did and waiting to excel. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And my husband right here, and he hear me. And he hear you he, talking about it. He hear me, <laughs> and he know I'm not playing about that. Let's be clear. No okay? poly, no, 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 uh, sex workers. And I'm saying it with my chest. You're saying it with your chest, godly. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Byron, now, Byron, me... you know better. You know better. <laughs> Why did you even do that? I w- Sometimes it's good to it's it's good to ask before soon. Probably should get to the root of that. You know, he probably only you know stepped out because of something he wasn't getting at home. Oh, I'm about to get beat up. I'm about to get beat up. Ooh, I already know. Dallas, I don't know about that one, Dallas. I don't know yeah, about boy, that one. I'm about to get beat up. I already know it. I feel it coming. I feel it coming. <laughs> You felt it. I felt it coming. Yeah, you get you getting beat up right now. We may not be able to see it, you know, matter you already on know. stage right now. Byron, 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 the way I see it, pause for pause at me for okay, just a second, pause, Byron. Just a second. This this how I feel about it. Okay, let's talk about it. Good man, good man, good as all I want to be. That's all I'm saying. I mean, just you just want to be a good man. <laughs> you know, that's a question though. That's a question though, you know. Like, um, Oh, I want to ask. Oh, so 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 if you're in a situation where you getting that lack, that lack, lack, you know them headaches, you getting them headaches. <laughs> oh, tell the truth, oh, now you getting them headaches back to back. Now these are back to back headaches. Oh, weeks, months, headaches. Somebody at the crib. Yeah, what you doing, oh? I'm a wholesome man. Yeah, you're a wholesome man. All right, I'm gonna right. go get a counselor. All right, all right. They said you straight catty They said you were catty I love it They said you are catty Back to back headaches Oh I got a headache I got a headache Listen Miss Kenny said burn it up Burn it up Oh my god Brink Brink in the chat said she would be left eye energy I'm just I'm gonna get on somebody's couch Rest in peace left eye I tell you, boy. Okay, the last thing I will share that's in the dramatic area of the news is 
Um, and this couple hits the news a lot, but recently they went viral. They're trending because they had an, an actual fist fight in public. Blueface and Christian Rock. Now, yeah, he, <laughs> he has offered to pay her $100,000 to leave him alone. And she has responded, no money in the world can make me leave you. Might as well call the psych ward to get me out. Mm. He delivered some pressure if she acting like that. What's going on? It's the ghetto little boy. That's crazy. That's dangerous. So she ain't leaving. She's and not his leaving. His face wasn't blue. His face was black. I thought they just made a song together. You know, that's that different kind of love right there. Oh, you yeah, know. I don't want that. Huh? I don't want that. You don't want yeah, that kind toxic. of love? Nah. You want that love that'll leave? Oh, tell the truth. Yeah. That's toxic, like Dallas said. But mm. t- sometimes toxic ain't bad, but that's a little too toxic. <laughs> Wait a minute! You just said a double standard there. I'm not sure. Little toxic, like little toxic ain't you, bad. Oh, you know, little yeah. toxic ain't bad, man. <laughs> it makes it spicy. You feel me? Yeah, little ghetto season. Come on, just think about a relationship that ain't got no toxic in it. That's, that's a boring relationship, Doc. That's Come boring. Come on, get a little spicy with me sometime. Turn me up. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Ooh, I like how you said that. <laughs> I just want to ask the ladies You know I have to ask this question Every once in a while Do you all see how hard I have to work with these fellas There you go go. Do you all see how hard I have to work With these fellas Put a number one in the chat ladies If you (laughs) see how hard I have to work with these Rachel. Fellas, that's all I'm going to say about Y'all see the ones flowing in? Don't act like that. Yeah, I ain't gonna Do lie. y'all see Alicia, the ones don't act like that. flowing that, in? That's a turn on when a girl turn up on your ass real quick. <laughs> you know what? Y'all do stuff you got on to make purpose. Up. You got to make y'all up. Y'all do stuff on yeah, purpose right. just to make, make right. your girl fuck. You turn up on me like that? Bring your ass to the back, man. Let me, let me figure out this situation. <laughs> Let's figure out this situation. We're gonna have that situation right now. <laughs> Pull up. Pull up on me. Oh my god. I'm gonna calm your ass down real quick. Pull up. Oh, that's oh gosh. Uncle O. Uncle O. Uncle O. Hey, he teaching Uncle I'm Black. Just, I'm just keeping it real though. I'm just keeping it real though. It's content. I never know what y'all gonna do with my news segment. I just never <laughs> Oh, I man. never know. I never know. Listen, unborn children in Georgia will be eligible for a three thousand dollars income tax under state abortion law, according to Forbes. Georgia will now allow taxpayers to claim their unborn children as dependents on their tax returns. Damn, they going a lot of different ways with this abortion situation. Ashley, it's a lot of different ways that they going with this. They paying that's them to keep them. It's cheaper to keep them. That's crazy. What you yeah, think about that, Brandon? That's just fucked up. You think so? Yeah. Man, mm. sometimes people will use any type of finesse to make money. Mm. But what happens when all of these unwanted babies wind up in the system? Like, do, they, do they have a plan for that? I don't they think so. They don't have a plan for the ones that are in there now, and that's the problem. 
Well, they might need more group homes. You know, they might have to yeah. get them a independent, independent living, living facilities. facilities. You know, you know. <laughs> the government got to pay six hundred dollars a bed. You know. Oh man, six fifty. Leave it up to oh, we're gonna figure it out. That's, That's a lot it. going on. And, you know, uh, I, this is so off topic, but I want I want to report because I, sh- I reported in the news a week or so ago that there are some drink companies that are now selling drinks in cans. Well, Tito's has jumped in, but they're selling empty cans for $20 and is encouraging you to use the empty can to make your drink <laughs> with Tito's products. Tito's the vodka. You talking about Tito's the vodka? Yes, the vodka. Mm. They're encouraging you to make your drink to go in their empty can, Mm. and you can buy the empty can for twenty dollars. That's interesting. I know, right? I know. That concludes this morning's news segment. We're going to get back into it. Uh, You have negative two hundred dollars in the bank and four hundred and fifty credit. Build wealth in 90 days. We're going to get into some steps, some yeah. tangible tips and strategies for you to do that. But I want to tap in really quickly to um, something that a woman shared earlier about your friends and the friends that you have. And uh, what did what did Benny and Byron say? My, my coach, Ashley. OK, I'm going to tap into that for one more second. Just one more second. Really quickly. We as people as individuals as adults we know who those friends are to us whether we decide to keep them in our lives or not that's not the question but you get to choose who you go to as a friend in your time of need or time of distress or so forth so forth and so when choosing if you know you have two types of friends and you have the friend that's going to say girl Boy, you need to stop. You need to quit. I don't even know why you're pursuing that. You just need to leave that alone. Don't try to get a higher credit score. Don't try to get more money. Don't try to start investing. Don't try to up-level your life. Don't try to do this. Don't try to do that. Or you can call the friend that's going to say, you know what? That's a rough situation. How can I help? I may not be familiar with the process, but is there someone I can connect you to? Is there something I can help you do? Can I, you know, help you solve this issue? What can I do to support you at this time, right? You have those two types of friends most times, and you get to choose. And sometimes we choose the one that's going to speak negativity because that's what we're comfortable hearing. We don't want to challenge ourselves to get to the next level. Okay, I'm sorry. Was that... Was that too much? That, that might have been too much. Damn. I might have stepped on toes with that one. That, that first I, person ain't a friend. That's a hater. We have some, pe- some people have them in their life. Some people have them in their lives, right? And if you don't yeah. have Actually, the you positive mean the people person. Actually, co-sign a dysfunction. Thank you who are co-signing. And, and, and you don't really want to do the work required to get to the next level. So, so you, you sometimes. Exactly. Okay, I stepped on someone's toes though, probably. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, who are you choosing, right, to tap into? Who are you choosing? Thank you, DJ Swag, Ski Fi to you. Who are you choosing to tap into? Are you choosing networks like the BOB, 
to tap into, right? That's important. Your choices matter. And so you can't blame everyone else for the choices that you make. Who are you speaking to? Who are you surrounding yourself with? I just wanted to tap into that because I know the young lady talked about who are you surrounding yourself with. And sometimes it's not just that. It's who are we choosing to talk to and who are we giving our ears to, which means they're part of our decision-making process. That's all I'm going to say about that. Pat, back to you. Thank God thick, for the friends wife, I got. Thick wife. Tap into your thick wife. Ooh. Ooh. That thick old wife. A thick old wife. Ooh. Thick old. Here's the thing. You with that thick old wife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, you know, it, just, it got me a little excited. I, you know, I got to keep it real. But uh, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, one thing I know for sure, I, I got, I got them good. I got some friends. If I, if I want to hear some bullshit, I know I can't call my friends. I can't call. I can't call Uncle O. Right. If I want, if I want my excuse to be validated. Cause I know for a fact when I call O, he gonna ch- he gonna call me out on my bullshit. <laughs> That's a fact. ASAP. The question is, like Ashley was just saying, right? Do you want friends around you that are not gonna call you on your bullshit? They're gonna allow you to create these excuses, sit in your alternate reality, and be comfortable in your alternate reality. Do you want those kind of friendships, or do you want friendships that challenge you, that 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 push you to that next level, that pull you outside of your comfort zone? What kind of friends do you want? That's the question, right? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, but I, I, I want to go back to something real quick too. Before we even go there, before we go there, I want to go back to something. We, we heard Brandon up. Yeah, we heard. Yeah, we okay. I want to let you tap in. We heard about people um, worried about the judgment of others, right? People judging what you're trying to do. Um, We heard about you know people going to people to get that, in my opinion, toxic advice, right? That feels good. Toxic advice that feels good, opposed to challenging advice that 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 pulls us outside of our comfort zone right we heard about uh being distracted with opportunity right that's a thing that's a thing being distracted with opportunity meaning there's so many opportunities coming in but you're not focusing on finishing the one that you need to be focusing on right because whatever reason right we've heard a lot of different things but uh what's your thoughts on all of those things or what, what did you want to add to that Think Brandon has something to add, for sure. But definitely, you want friends that's gonna, you know, push you to the next level, and they don't want to see you comfortable where you at. Like you making a hundred thousand a month, yeah, that's cool. But let's make a hundred thousand a week. That's the type of friends you need. You know what I'm saying? I know uh, the group of us, the six of us. That's how we are. You know what I'm saying? We try to we bring in resources. Like, hey man, I heard you talking about this last week. It's a good person you may want to connect with. You know things like that. But yeah, go ahead, Brandon. I know you had something to say as well. Man, so I got a small philosophy that I've been just assessing myself Um, because, you know, I I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, you know, we have friends and family that we wish they could, uh, you know, turn turn that pivot as well and, and actually start taking action. Right. But you can't you can't obviously do everything for everybody. Right. So what I started to notice a lot of the times why people aren't, I guess, productive or successful is because of two things, right? And you got to find the meaning and I'm explaining. So number one is that people, 
either don't care about anything they don't care about what's going on right like it's like oh i don't i don't care about what anybody else got going on i'm good right and the issue with that side of the coin is that you never have anybody that shows you proof of concept or nobody that can challenge you you never have that friendly competition like between us six it's always a friendly competition whether we talk about it or not right we always want to impact more people we always want to do better than each other we always want to make more money it's just what it is right i mean we might not talk about it out loud but it's a, that's always what's about it's always about how can i push myself because i see o'neill you know just locked up a 22 unit multifamily deal right or byron just made a hundred thousand in a week right or brian just closed on x amount of deals that he subtued on right or keith's just made a hundred grand and selling courses right like it's always like right how do you stay there to where you know you're not complacent right then the other side of the coin is where people care too much about what other people think about them right they seek validation and they have what's called this imposter syndrome that i can't do what o'neill does because i'm not good on social media i can't do what byron does because my voice isn't as good as his and i can't be a moderator right or i can't i don't talk as well as ashley um, so I can never be a news a news person. I can never give value. So you have to find the median of caring just enough to be able to have competition, friendly competition, to want to do better. Because if you don't know where you're going, it's going to be hard for you to get there, right? So if I don't know that my potential is to make ten million dollars because I'm complacent at a million dollars. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else or what my, my true value is. Now, on the other side of the coin is you can't really also care too, too much about what other people are doing because then you are in that procrastination mode, right? You 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 start to tell yourself, well, I can't do it because of this, that, and the third, and then you end up not doing nothing at all. So what I found that is the median of it is you have to do just enough to understand that you can do better by having good peers around you that can push you, but also you can't limit yourself or you can't put yourself in a complacent state to where, you know, you don't do nothing at all because you feel like you're not that person or you're looking to do it because of validation. Success is, is with receipts, it rings bells. And the only way to be successful is really to, to just take action. So if you're always thinking about what people are going to think, if you fail, if you don't fail, if you do do it and you never do nothing at all, you're never going to become successful at all. And that's, that's the median that I've been able to find to be able to take action but also keep that motor going. Love it. Love it. Love it. Can I say something else too about uh, accountability? Just do it. So for me, I have a couple of different friends that hold me accountable for different things, right? Because some, you know, are in the same uh, realm. Y'all know and love Moran. I talk to Moran literally every day and we, we help support each other. She'll call me if she is like nervous about something or I'll call her to bounce an idea off her. And I know I can count on her for those things. But I have another friend that, you know, she helps me be accountable for screen time. That's one thing that we, we have been trying to do, like minimize our screen time. And it's something small, but it's something that I know that when I'm struggling or getting distracted, she holds me accountable. She'll maybe send me a screenshot of how much she did that day and it'll make sure that it'll 
remind me to check in with myself. I had another accountability partner for exercise and we go to the gym all the time. She's on, she's in LA. She'll, you know, text me how many miles she ran or whatever. But all I'm saying is sometimes you need multiple people because one person, you know, isn't going to really be able to, to go step by step with you. And so you got to make sure that whoever you choose, even for your, your mentor, I think Mitt said the other day that, yeah, I might be a mentor for you for real estate, but I'm not a mentor for how to live your life. Like there's not a one size fits all. And so sometimes you got to really pay attention and do the work to find people who are supportive for the things that you um, need support on and not just uh, one person. They're not really going to be able to understand. So just taking a little bit more time to be intentional about the people that you that you choose to share with, because not everybody is going to want the same things that you want or understand where you're going on your path. Love it. Mark, can I jump in? Yeah, jump in. Yeah, I was going to say, and I think that was a good point. I just wanted to give this thought. I think a lot of people who hire coaches don't really use their coach the right way. I think, and again, as a coach for many years and having a coach myself, I learned when I started to bring these, what these challenges were before me, that I realized it just wasn't about the action part, but it was around the mindset part. And, and, and I was able to make progress. I realized that my coaching relationships grew. And I mean, they grew not just like tall, but they grew deep. They grew, the roots got deeper and the relationship got stronger. And so I think one thing, if you have a coach and you are not calling your coach, you're not texting your coach, you're not reaching out to them. I tell my clients, listen, you got access to me. This is how much access you got. But if you're not texting me and you're, and that means you're not doing much. And so one thing, if you are, if you have a coach on deck that is on your team that you know you can go to, man, you need to be reaching out to them. You need, when you're having those stuck moments or whatever, because sometimes just sending that text message can unlock something, could give you that freedom, can take that weight off of you. But if you don't have that and you're just thinking, well, I'm just going to, you know, isolate myself, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not allowing yourself to grow, especially in relationships. I love it. You know, I want to pivot, though, because I want to make sure that we give some real strategy, some real strategy. Um, yeah, I'm going to tap in on that, too, B. Yeah, man. Let's get to the strategy. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so real quick, I, I'm, I'm going to go to uh, O and then we'll go to Brandon uh, on what what strategy would you employ, right, if you got a 200 negative in your bank account? And a four fifty credit score. What O about to do? What, what's what's the first thing you're gonna do? Oh, let's talk about it, man. So first thing I'm gonna do if I'm in that position, I'm gonna sell everything that I don't need in my house. I'm gonna try to get at least three to four hundred dollars, and then I'm gonna go to. Well, first I'm gonna go to Uber, sign up, and then I'm gonna go get my car at Enterprise, pay my little two hundred dollars or whatever, and I'm gonna start driving to build my money, build my bag up, and then once my money where it need to be. I'm gonna start trying to fix my credit. I'm gonna just keep running it up, and then um, once I once I have enough money, you know, I'm, I'll set a goal for myself. I'm gonna drive as much as I can, whatever Uber allows. It's 12 hours a day, 15 hours a day. I'm gonna do Uber, DoorDash. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive for 15 hours a day. I'm gonna take me an hour break, split it up, and I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna limit the excuses. I'm not gonna be doing no dumb shit. I ain't going to no club. Don't invite me to no birthday party. You know, I'm focused on me at this time. So I would do all that because that requires nothing but a driver's license. And you could, you could really, 
like if you if you if you think about it, if you go back to Diddy's story, he sold a refrigerator wasn't even his, so he sold everything in the crib just to make it. So I would do the same thing if I was that little. That's what I would do. Ooh, Brandon, what you doing, man? Let's talk about it. Man, so if I was honestly in that position, I'd, I'd probably move back in with, you know, the fam, right? Because I think I'd be able to monetize the best um, without having to pay any expenses, right? So, I'd what, about the, what about if you couldn't, though? Using a different city. If I'm in a different city. Move, so, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would start to, off with the same. Move. Yeah, I'd start off with the oh, same man. thing. I'd start off with the same thing as you. I, I'd basically cut down on all my expenses. Um, I'd probably just be straight on, uh, you know. McDonald's or Wawa uh, sandwiches, right? But after I sell everything that I don't need, first thing I'm doing is I'm trying to go ahead and get Identity IQ. So Identity IQ is what, what I use now to monitor my credit. Shout out to O'Neal's uh, O'Neal's lady. Um, she's the one that uh, put put it on, you know, basically put me onto it. But Identity IQ, I think everybody should have. Um, and basically, what it does is that it, it really really gives you a great synopsis on your credit report. Um, so what I would do is number one, I'd try to go ahead and figure out what right now caused for me to be in that 450 credit, um, score that I'm currently having. Um, I'll try to go ahead and go to Experian, give them a call and get all my stuff removed. I'd call TransUnion as well. Um, I would basically go on YouTube and try to get as many dispute letters as possible that are just for free and send all these letters out. Right. I mean, you can literally just print them out, uh, just send them all yourself and learn all the strategies, right? So I do that, number one. Number two, what I would then go ahead and do is I would go ahead and start to uh, try to build a brand on social media. Very simple, right? Start giving value in whatever niche that I know. If I don't know a niche, um, then I would try to learn one. And I would probably just document the process of me trying to fix my credit. Um, and in that return, with Identity IQ, what you can do is get an affiliate link. So an affiliate link is what's going to help you also be able to retain some money and make some money. Because now once you get people onto Identity IQ, they're going to start paying you residually or uh, poor product. Um, and you'll be able to make residual money as you start to build. So now you're fixing your credit and you're making money from the product that you're actually using to fix your credit. Um, after I made some money after that, I'm going to go ahead and use this app called Hire. So Hire, H-Y-R-E. Is basically an app to where people put their cars um, up for lease or rent uh, for the specific use of of actually for something like uh, Uber, Lyft, um, Uber Eats, DoorDash, right? So these people actually are renting or leasing out their car to you on this particular app, knowing that that's what you're going to do. So if even if you don't have a car, let's just say I was even without a car, you can get some of these cars for fifteen bucks a day, twenty bucks a day. Go check it out. I would go ahead and do that. I would start doing the same thing that O'Neill did, Uber, uh, Lyft, and drive uh, 16 hours a day. Once I'm driving 16 hours a day, obviously at that point in time, I'd be trying to learn a more uh, faster-paced type of capacity uh, skill set, which would be wholesaling. So as I'm driving people around, I would be driving for dollars. I would also be networking with people and trying to you know, provide them some value. Um, and hopefully I would be able to land a deal. And uh, once I land a deal... Um, make ten, twenty thousand dollars, you know, through real estate, just driving around, leveraging an app, and obviously using Uber as well. Um, I would there be out of my rut. Hopefully, my credit would be fixed, and um, you know, from then on, I would just scale the business. I like it. I Can like I it. go? Let me add one thing. Why are you driving for Uber or whatever? Make sure you got some headphones in it. You're educating yourself while you're doing doing that podcast, YouTube videos. You're listening to what you're about to do. So you're educating yourself while you're making money. 
so you can get out of Uber and get to the next thing like wholesaling or whatever. Go ahead. You got it. So the first thing I would do, this is Ruby. Good morning. Um, Because I love the Uber because I am an Uber driver. I'm trying to think. But the first thing I would do actually is I would go back to my very first job in college where I basically was a bathroom attendant. Get my first $20 so I'm able to have gas money so I can start my Uber. Um, When I start Uber, I would actually only drive at night. So during the day, I can work on looking for jobs and different things. Um, and I would only do airport runs. So I make the most money. So I'm making at least two to three hundred a day um, driving Uber um, just at the airport runs. And then from there, I would go ahead and take my first uh, set of money, go to like Wells Fargo or something like that, start a secure credit card um, so I can go ahead and start boosting my credit that way. Um And um, the next thing I would do is with my next day's paycheck, I would make sure my gas tank was filled up again. I would start doing packages with Amazon on top of doing the um, the other rides. So now I have a daytime job and a nighttime job. Um, And then with the proceeds, by the end of the week, I should be about two grand just in driving Uber. I would invest all of that money into um, starting a business online. So basically, I would, you know, build my website, um, whether that be my either services, um, you know, I build websites anyway. I would buy my uh, computer on credit so then I can start boosting my credit that way. Um, and with my car, I would also pay um, on my principal. So I pay double the payment um, so I can start paying that off a little bit quicker trying to get that done because that's going to boost my credit again. And then from there, I would continue with Uber, continue um, saving money at the same time um, paying down debt. Um, I would also invest into another uh, need-based business. I would start my group home. That would be the next thing. And then have the government pay me monthly. And um, then they basically take care of all of my bills so that I don't have to worry. Um, And then I just keep growing from there. That was fabulous. You know, Byron O'Neill, I wanted to I wanted to say something, man. Especially after what she just said and what we're all talking about. I still don't know how people don't how, how people can't make money nowadays. Yesterday it was crazy. I was at home and I needed uh there was some paperwork I needed to sign and the company that was sending it to me, they said, Oh, we'll just send a mobile notary. I was like, All right, cool. So they came to my house so I could sign this paper. And I was talking to him. I said, so what company were for? He told me the company. I forgot the name of the name of it. But he told me that he was getting paid $100 per per, per uh, notary. And they actually paid him for gas as well to wherever he was driving. And it was only about a 30-mile a radius from where his location is. And in my head, I said, okay, so hold on. This guy goes to five places. He gets people to sign five documents, right, or whatever, as many documents, I guess, per per visit. And he's making $500 a day. In my head, I'm like, there's no way more people should not be doing this. And how people in this day and age, especially with digital entrepreneurship and digital digital income, there's no way you should not at least be making some money. I think a lot of people know about the different strategies, or they may not know. A lot of people just lazy. Too much work. I think, I think it's, it. yeah, I think the best game is the game that you don't know. But also, you know, it's, it's your responsibility to find that game out. Like, it's you have to also seek that information. I mean, you can't expect 
the same results, you know what I'm saying, uh, from, from the same thing that you're doing. I mean, you're just gonna, you're just gonna get the same stuff over and over again. I mean, if you expect to change, you gotta find a way to make money faster. Like I, I said this before, it's easier to make $10,000 than to save $10,000. And that's a fact. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is some good stuff. This is some good stuff. Right. I want to hear. What would you do? Oh, what would you do? Pump the brakes, dog. Let's see what you got. Yeah, okay. All right. Huh? I didn't I chime in for a second before I get airport. Yeah, you know what? Go ahead and go. Go ahead and go. I'm gonna go yeah, after you. Give him a little time to think of something. I know Chris is gonna come on with it. Let's talk about it. In a minute, but uh, did you create this title for me? Because this is what happened uh, 2008 when I lost everything and I was dealing with lawsuits. I was about to lose my home and I had negative 200 or more. Um, I owe $165,000 in credit card debt. So the, 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 no, the debt, uh, the debt collectors kept calling. I got mail in. I mean, it was just overwhelming, guys. But all these tips are like that people are giving just a minute ago or so. It's real life tip. You got to get down and dirty. This is when your survival skill starts to kick in. You got nothing to lose, guys. When you got nothing to lose, all you have is everything to gain. Uh, the difference between someone that has climbed back like myself versus someone who has it is because they didn't put in the effort and they have to grind. That's when you start like not cut. You have to cut back on everything because you had to. Dude, I had to. I mean, I'm going to be raw and real like sushi. I'm going to be raw like sushi, guys. It's early. It's five o'clock in the morning here in the West Coast. And I'm having to head to the airport soon. And just conversation really just really resonated with me. Um, I had to start going to the 99 cent store and start eating out of there i mean i had to go and get like cup of noodles instead of real food i had to go down to um you know the social services because if you got nothing in your bank account you really can't lie you have to show them right and social services will actually help you they would give you because you've been paying taxes all these years they're gonna they're gonna see everything they're gonna go don't be embarrassed to ask for help Okay, let me repeat. Don't be embarrassed to ask for help because it's only temporary, guys. So I, I asked for help. They gave me the food card for a few months, right? And they pay, and then I asked for utility bills because my house was being foreclosed. I can't pay my utility bills. It's 100 and, uh, 115 degrees here in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm going to die in that house, me and my dog, right? So ask for help. And then the difference between 2008 and now is we only had like a Craigslist. So I started selling shit to survive, literally selling shit to survive. Everything, furniture, my all my expensive handbags, everything. You can't eat this Gucci or the uh, uh, Chanel handbag. I can't eat that shit. I'm starving, right? So I started selling shit to survive. There's a chapter in my book for that. And then you start thinking, like, how can I make money? So with the services, I started, um, you know, doing errands for people. I started not only selling shit for my house. I looked at the neighbors in my all my neighbors. They don't know how to sell stuff on Craigslist. So that was Craigslist guy. Now you have OfferUp. You have Facebook Marketplace. You have so many apps out there that there's no excuse why you can't sell all your neighborhood stuff. Like, go, go knock on doors, 
get get flyers. Go to the 99 cent store, make up flyers, you know, handwrite them. If you can't photocopy because you don't have money, handwrite it. I, I can sell you stuff in your garage for you because I, I'm good at this. Look at my results. Show them the results. Now you're going to get so addicted to selling stuff, not only for you to survive, you're going to sell, sell it for all your neighborhood. And then now you're going to accumulate money. Yeah, of course you can drive Uber. You can also babysit dogs. God, if you don't, if you don't know how to babysit dogs and cats and birds and whatever, go find how to babysit somebody's uh, uh, children, their pet kids, you know, their fur babies. There's an app for that, right? Dog, whatever. Look it up. Dog babysitting. You'll, you'll find the app. But there's an app for everything, especially now in this room. You're learning from real people who really struggle and giving you like blueprints, not, not just raw, raw, fluff, fluff shit, you know. So you are going to, I mean, everything on this phone, everyone on this app has a smartphone. So you know you at least have a smartphone unless you're borrowing somebody's phone uh, or a, an iPhone or a Joy phone. There are so many apps. It's an app society, guys. You can be an affiliate, like someone had just mentioned. You can sell somebody's stuff. You don't have to have your own stuff to sell. Then you're trade. Now you're trading the time and your effort for money. Eventually, when you save enough money, guess what happens? You're gonna you're gonna learn a skill, right? And and you're gonna be like notarizing, or you're fixing somebody's credit, or you're referring business because you're building out your network as you're growing your bank account. And another kicker: when you do have people coming after you for money. Watch your bank account, guys, because they can levy that bank account. So make sure in your bank account, don't put too much money because they're going to take that money out as much as you put it in. So that's a little tip for everyone. Watch your bank account because if you have a credit card with Wells Fargo and you have a bank account with Wells Fargo, they can take all that money out because you have an agreement with them. Okay, so that's a little tip for everyone. I got to head to the airport, but I had to chime in because... By putting in all that work, now I've, I've accumulated a big nest egg over the years, and my score was not in the 450. It was in 320 is my credit score before. My credit wow. my credit score today is a perfect 850, and it became my business because I knew how to master credit. That's why uh, I'm here today. But I wanted to chime in, give someone hope, give someone faith. Find the friends that support you. If they're not supporting you, they're against you. If they're not building your empire, they're tearing it down. That's Elena Cardona. I'm giving her credit for that. Uh, you know, I'm done speaking, guys. I got to head out. Bye. I love it. I love it. Bye. Yeah. Can I add one nice. last thing? I forgot something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add that one little thing, and then I want to jump in. Okay. Then I gotta get, cool. I gotta get Quentin. I gotta get Doctor O. I gotta, I got a bunch of brilliant minds. I want to hear from. I want to hear from Al. Gotta get Bam. Gotta get gotta Bam. Gotta do a lot in thirty yeah, minutes. Yeah, a lot in thirty <laughs> minutes. So make that quick thing, quick thing. Yeah, um, I just wanted to say. Also, you can call all the people that you pay bills to and see if you can get a financial. Um, assistance um they'll help you with rent assistance they'll also help you with on your car note uh bringing your car note payment down um because you're suffering from hard times um so you can do that and then the last thing i would say is if you are already a caregiver you can become a living caregiver so now you have free rent and food and you're making about 275 a day wow that was valuable and shout out to credit ninja man for turning her problem Right into profits, <laughs> into profits. Oh man, that's a beautiful thing, ain't it? Oh, is there? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you... I want to highlight one thing too. Yeah, somebody dropped in the chat, and I actually did this. I would also do this again. If I ain't had nothing, I'll be. I would sign up to come up 
I was signed up to become a secret shopper, mystery shopper, whatever. I remember when I was 18 or 19, I was just signing up for because I seen on the internet. Man, they sent me $1,300. I ain't never went on one shopping spree. <laughs> 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 they took the money back, but, you know, if you have in that position, shit, I'll do that. They send you money to go eat. They give you money to go to the movies. You know what I'm saying? So I'll definitely do that. $1,300, if you're negative 200 you know, you'd be up 1100 Ooh, quickly. Yeah, and they send it ASAP too. Damn, I love it. See, these these are this is real life gems right here. Because the yeah, thing about real, it is though. you ain't got to be struggle, struggle, you know what I'm saying, to take advantage of some of these gems. Now I'm just saying. Because at the end of the day, some of us are always at a point of reset, right? And sometimes at that point of reset, right, whether that be you starting to kick up a new business. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm moving into the build to rent space. So I'm kind of in a in a reset space, right? So I'm building up capital always I can get it, right? In order to be able to be able to be sustainable in that new space. Right? So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we we do what we got to do. But what would I do? What would I do? You know, oh, I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. What I'm doing keeping it real is I'm going I'm going to JV some with somebody else's deal. I'm going to try to find me some buyers. I'm going to go on I'm going to go on Facebook. I'm going to go on Craigslist, right? And I'm going to put me a dummy ad up saying that, "Hey, guess what? I got a deal. I got a 3 bedroom, 2 and a half bath house for sale for $30,000 in wherever area, right? I'm I'm gonna just say that, and I'm just and and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for all of these hungry investors to hit me up asking for deals, okay? And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just go connect with all of the investors that I may know, right? And all of the investors that I can find online that are trying to sell properties, right? And I'm gonna collect all of these dummy uh, emails from all of these investors looking for this specific deal and tell them that that deal is sold. And you know we, I, but I got some other ones in the pipeline. Right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to get all of that data. Right. And then once I get me a real good wholesale deal that I can sell, I'm going to go ahead and contract that thing. Right. Uh, or I'll let that wholesaler know, hey, look, I got a buyer that's willing to buy this thing and I'm a JV with somebody. I'm going to split that deal with them 50 50. Right. And that way I done saved on the initial marketing costs. I ain't got to go do nothing. I ain't got to do no upfront marketing. I ain't got to do none of the stuff that go from the front end of a wholesale business. And all I got to do is just find a buyer that's looking for a great deal. And I just got to spend my time focusing on finding that good deal. You got to understand, man, you split a good wholesale deal. Shit, that could be 10, you know, 10, 15, 20, $30,000 on one go. I'm up, up. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I'm going to do. If I ain't really just got no money like that, I'm trying to JV with somebody who already got a marketing apparatus in place, and I'm just going to help them find a buyer to, to, to close that deal. And and uh, I know it's money in that. I need to add something to that, though. Let's talk about it. Also, what you want to do is start calling title companies and see what's their timeline to close. So if you can mm. close a deal in three days, a week, that's the title companies you want to go with. You don't want to go with the title companies uh, that... Who you working with? Yeah, I've been working with them for years. They closed my deals in two weeks. That's too long. I need my money now. That part. So contact title companies that do assignments and um, wholesale deals and ask them what's their timeline to close. And you want to go with, of course, the one that has the best customer service and who can close the quicker so you can get the bag quicker. That part. 
Oh man, this is some good stuff, man. So what you think about this, man? Like I got, you know, I want I want to hear from some folk, man. Uh, I know we got some brilliant minds, uh, you know. what I'm saying on the stage, man. We got Doctor O in the building. We got Quentin, you know. what I'm saying we got my guy Diddy in the building, you know. what I'm saying we got so many brilliant Los, minds. Los Antrenetta. in the building. Antrenetta, you know. Well, what I was saying? gonna say, where is Los because he knows about a play that we you would do if you're trying to change your situation. I don't know if Los is there, but we need to tap him in at some point. And oh, we need know, to I'm, here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Ooh, Los got saying, a big Lose. mic. You got a big mic. What's going on, Los? Oh, yeah, I got drops and everything now. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm, Wait a I'm minute. Los got him a big mic. Wait a minute. It's going down. It's going down. Look at you, Los. <laughs> yeah, I can dig it. I- I don't know if Los needed a big mic, though. They weren't taking me serious. You know, <laughs> yeah, I had to let them know. Yeah, they, they're just no, ignoring you and shit. We ain't got that big mic, Los. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that was. We take you seriously, friend. <laughs> we don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? So tell me this, Los. Tell me this, Los. What you what? Okay, two, negative 200 in the bank account, 450 credit score. What Los doing to come up? What that come up look like in the next ninety days? Ooh, we so this 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 like today loaf, not like fifteen yeah, years today ago. Loaf, today loaf, today loaf, yeah. Right. yeah um, not the scammer. Well, you know what? What I would probably do is something that that, that I've done before. You know, I've been in a situation similar to this. Um, you know what? What I, what I did was I went I went right online and I found some focus groups. And, and 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 I and I signed up for like every focus group I could, and and at the end of the week, I had like thirty four hundred dollars, and you know, it's, and I, I remember uh, specifically, I, I did like three Verizon's that week. They they all paid seven fifty a piece, um, and I, I did like I say focus groups. It's so many of them out there. You you, you can go right on Craigslist, put in focus groups, um, man. They they everywhere, it's, and, they, and they range from like. Fifty dollars all the way up to thousands. Really, just depends on, on the group. Uh, then from there, um, I'm doing the play that I told y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm going to incorporate immediately. I'm going to incorporate. Going to get my EIN. We we know that's going to cost me. Um, you know, right now it's going to cost two hundred fifty dollars to incorporate here in Illinois. I'm going to incorporate. You know that EIN is free. And then you know. I'm going to assume that I don't have no bank account or nothing like that because, you know, the, the situation. So I'm, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to take that money and I'm going to put it on a prepaid card. So now my my, my expedited uh, um, uh, articles come back the next day. And now I'm calling Dun & Bradstreet and I'm going to buy that credit bill to plus that I tell y'all about all the time. Then I, I buy that credit bill to plus. I, I do all the, um, I follow all the steps um, as far as, you know, building out my company and putting up all the, all the information that I need to put in there. And then the next day I'm calling Verizon. I'm calling AT&T and I'm going to order me some phones. Oh, once, once I order, you know, 20 phones from both of those carriers, I'm selling both of those. I'm selling all, I'm selling 19 phones a piece for $750, $700. And I'm back now. I'm back now, cause now, now, now I can you know take the money that I that I got from selling those phones and put all of it on, on a prepaid card 
And now I can call AT&T back and say instead of 20 phones, now, 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 I, now I need 50 phones. And then, you know, once, once I do that, then I'm going to do it again. You know, it's, it's all, all the carriers. AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, T-Mobile. I'm going to get all those phones. I'm going to work them all the way up to 100, and I'm going to sell them. 100 phones there, 100 phones there, 100 phones there. That's 70,000 each carrier. Now I'm back again. I do whatever I want to do now. I'm back in real estate. I'm back. I'm, I'm back. What, what I want to do? I got credit. I got business credit. My credit still four fifty. I ain't even touched my credit yet. Now, now, now I work on fixing my credit. I, I got, I got a little nest egg. I, I can, I can, I can relax a little bit. Now, now I got time to fix my credit now. Um, but yeah, that's 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 really quick and simple. And and I can have you know. Maybe two hundred thousand dollars in three weeks, and that's that's my play, and I done done that before. And if it ever get fucked up, that's what I'm doing. Damn. Oh, can you keep a real hustler down? Is it possible to keep a Hell real nah. hustler? You gonna find a way to make some bread. <laughs> you can't keep a hustler down. Like I said, you can't make no money in today's time. You just lazy as motherfucker. Damn. That's all it is. You gotta keep it real. We got, got so many ways. Hey, it is that bag, easy, bro. bro. It still is. It still is that easy. You know. Of course, I left some stuff out, but it's definitely still that easy. You know. I, and, uh, can I add one thing to the phone thing? Is Please. credit and Please. So, time I had those prepaid phones too. I had about ten of those, and um, in addition to the phone number that I had, I had a whole bunch of collection calls from collectors. So not the original bank, but they sold it off to collections, so they keep collecting. I found out at that time that every call was $500. It's TCPA. It's a federal violation to call your phone when you're not the original bank. So I started making money on that because I contacted a lawyer that uh, that actually dealt with this type of violation. So if you think about it, all those prepaid phones are from people that used to have the number that probably had bad credit. So I started getting calls from those numbers too. So in addition to the calls that I got because I got bad credit, I got all these other people with bad credit. Now do the math. $500 a call, right? Times how many phones, how many times a day? It's astronomical. So that helped me uh, get some of the lawsuits under my belt and settled on to fuel my business. So that's a little tip for everyone. When someone calls you and it's not even, even if it's for John or Byron or whatever, who used to have that phone number, you're, it's, they're not supposed to call you because it's not even your debt. And even if it's your debt and it's a debt collector, it's $500 a call. It's Telephone Consumer Protection Ad. Right, Los? I'm done. Damn. Yeah, God damn, um, that's another yeah. bag right there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she absolutely correct. Um, it's actually a thousand dollars. Hold on, you got, you got to run that bag. Lowe's got to run the bag of credit ninja because yes. I know some people right now getting some phone calls every day and they ain't getting paid, so they need to get paid. Um, ninja, can you run that bag real quick? You got oh, me to run either one, either one, yeah. just for the people. Yeah, so you have to keep a record of it. So you have to screenshot it and you have to research. Remember, it's about seven, 60 to 70% of those calls are. So some of them are not legit. Like you can't trace those calls. But the ones that are from legitimate 
debt collection companies and they're on a list, then you can find out if they're the ones that are paying out. You, you can do that. You can Google the number. You can find out if they are a big company. And then you go after the ones that have the big pockets. Okay. People only go after uh, for lawsuits, companies that are uh, that you can find them. And they've been in violations before. And what you do is do a, a search the number, find out the company name and put that company name and the word versus and put TCPA. And if they're on that list that they've been in violation before, you've reverse engineered that and found out that they have money and they have been paid. Wow. Appreciate that for sure. Who we got next, man? Who got who? Bam. I got one. Hey, you know, you know, I want you know, I'm gonna give y'all a code though. You know what I'm saying? So y'all, y'all, if y'all getting those calls, you you want to use 15 USC 1692D as harassment and abuse. And it says a debt collector may not engage in any conduct, the natural consequence of which is to harass, oppress, or abuse any person in connection with the collection of a debt. Without limiting the general application of the foregoing, the following conduct is a violation of this section. Right? If you scroll down to number five, it says causing a telephone to ring. Causing a telephone to ring is a violation. How does one cause a telephone to ring? Simply by calling you, right? This is what the law say. 15 U.S.C. 1692-D. Number five. They cannot call you. I know it sounds crazy, but they cannot call you. Say that number one more time, Los. 15 U.S.C. 1692-D is in David. I hope y'all wrote that down. <laughs> hey man, a lot of value on the show today. I hope y'all paying attention, man. I hope y'all get these replays. You think some of sleep over? Oh yeah, some of them still in bed. That's the crazy part. They listening to this right now. Uh, they ain't doing nothing, man. Okay, don't judge them for still being in bed. Okay, Uh-oh, don't do we step on a toe? Do we step on a toe? You, you, you came off judging. mic. Ouch. Listen, I'm just I'm just helping the people out. I'm not in bed. I'm running errands. I just finished dropping nah, my daughter I'm judge off. Now I'm judging because it's time to get the ass out of bed. But don't judge oh, them. Don't, you don't know what time it is where they are. But I heard someone come off mic. I think it was Anthony's voice who wanted to share one as well. So tap into that strategy. I'm just saying, no judgment zone if you're in bed. Getting your morning news with the Bob and your dose. That's all. <laughs> You want me to go? Yeah, right. Tell me where to go. Yeah. <laughs> am I am I in the matrix so y'all can hear me? Right. We can hear you. Go. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. All right. Simple. Simple. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call every single real estate agent in the area, and here's how the conversation is going to go. Um, O'Neill. You're a real estate agent. You're a producing agent. I'm going to call you up. Ring, ring. Hello. O'Neill, congratulations on all of your success in the area 
Um, I'm Anthony. And do you hate managing your CRM or do you have a good transaction coordinator? Man, that's all I'm going to ask. That's part of the business, man. Yeah. That's part of the business for me. Listen, I'm telling you right now, people hate managing their CRM in real estate. They hate it. They hate and managing paperwork. it. They, all I'm going to do is I'm going to ask this simple question. Can I manage your CRM? for for uh two weeks and if you see an improvement uh will you take me on as your virtual uh concierge professional or your transaction coordinator that's two businesses in one right there okay so a transaction coordinator i was able to create a business by doing a website that's it um right now if you go to your and do this real time okay if you're listening right now google transaction coordinator and google your city so i just did chicago um, because the Los was talking, I Googled uh, transaction coordinator Chicago and somebody came up and it was one star. That's it. So basically what a transaction coordinator does is they do all of the administrative stuff for the agent once they get into contract. Now, if you shadow an agent and see what they do, once you learn it, you could do it yourself. And basically what you do is uh, once you open up escrow, uh, you you do all of the administrative paperwork and you keep the timelines, you remove the contingencies within the contract and you could do it virtually and it costs no money, zero dollars to start that business. So the first step is what I'm going to do is I'm going to get with an agent, see if I can interconnect with one. And there's thousands of real estate agents in your local area. And then um, find one who doesn't have one. Okay, I'm going to shadow them and see how uh, uh, a um, a transaction goes. Each transaction costs around four hundred and fifty dollars. Right now, once that agent you're, and basically what you're doing is you're freeing up time. Now, if you wanted to do a double business, you're that uh, customer service concierge for that agent. And all you're going to do is make a phone call and just say, hey. Um, is everything going okay within the contract? Is there anything that you would like for me to relay to the loan officer or the real estate professional? And all you're going to do is make sure that that agent stays on timeline so they can efficiently close the deal. Now, you do, let's just say you interconnect with a brokerage. Um, my brokerage, we average around 1,000 to 1,500 transactions. What I did is I vertically integrated that company and I hired, I subsidized the uh the instead of I pay hourly wages and to get around me having to pay um, a bunch of money um, hourly and happen to invest in their retirement. I offer them business. I offer them a business opportunity to be um, in the transaction coordinator company. So if you Google uh, transaction coordinator Oceanside, California, you'll see that business. Do the math. OK, fifteen hundred transactions at 450 and if you do both sides if you represent the seller and the buyer okay then that means that you can get uh 900 bucks per transaction right so um that is a company that i built okay we made around seven hundred thousand dollars uh in, in two years with just a website now if you want to get fancy you can become a certified transaction coordinator and that requires for you to get a license. But that's a super easy way for you guys to make money from home, okay, is providing value to the agent. But the, my approach would be, you know, how, how can I help you in your business as a transaction coordinator or a virtual assistant? 
And the, the how I started that company is just specifically just opening, doing a website and hiring my uh, receptionist. I paid them $20 an hour. They work part time. I have two of them. Um, and and what, what I did is I do the import and starboard, meaning that one works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The other one works Thursday, Friday, which is a full time employee. And then I don't have to invest in their 401k. And basically they work, they do as transaction coordinators. Now, another thing, if you're doing both sides, okay, and you're doing a good job, then typically that agent on the other side will want to use their transaction coordinator too. So I don't have to do any marketing or anything else. And they're getting business based off of how they manage the files. So look up transaction coordinator see if that's something that you want to do. That's a super easy business to open. And once you get rolling, like Lo said, you... You create your little LLC. Now you have a business. Okay. You create your website. Okay. Go to Fiverr, have someone create a website, get a Google Voice phone number, and start making phone calls. I'm Anthony Atlanta Plain. I'm just saying, man. We got brilliant minds in the building. Brilliant minds in the building. I hope everybody's taking notes. I got some game, dog. Good Let's morning. Let's talk about it. Um. Let's talk about it. What up, y'all? What up? Oh, man, I'm chilling, dude. I'm chilling. So I'm actually doing this right now. Like, I know we're talking about 90 days and whatnot. So I love it. Negative dude. 200 so, and, and 450 credit score. I've been there. That's actually, I had a 420 credit score when I started. No pun intended, but literally, that, that's what it was. <laughs> so, like, I, I've been there and I know exactly what it is. Here can create resources for themselves, and if truthfully all that you need, there's I'll give y'all the playbook real quick on how you can probably make. Oh, my bad, bro. Can you get me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yo, BOB, can I go until his mic gets better? Yo, can you hear me, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hear hear both of you. Okay, my bad, y'all. My bad. All right, so, uh, pretty sure. Straightforward all the playbook real fast is going to be a couple of applications that you're going to need. Either use TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, and make sure that you're utilizing the real program. All right? So right now, there's a lot of companies specifically, and there's a bunch of them in this room as well. And I'm already pitching Byron on this, which is hilarious. But if you guys can still hear me, drop a one in the comments. I just want to make sure you guys are here. Yeah, we hear you clear. Loud and clear. All right, cool, cool. So, uh... I've been doing this thing over the last 30 days. I've been helping uh, clients build out their brand. Now, aside from that, I did a challenge, just a little fun thing. I created a brand new Facebook account, and then I maxed it out to 5,000 friends with people that were in a specific niche, which is real estate. So most people state, or you're flipping houses or you're wholesaling houses. And so basically, I maxed my friends list out, then I unlocked the real feature in facebook i took a crap ton of content that i already had backed up if you don't have content backed up you can actually make it on your cell phone and i started posting those reels on my facebook over the last 30 days i'm 24 days into doing this and guys i am at 20 million people that i've reached 19 million people have engaged with my posts and i've accumulated a little over 40 to 50 thousand followers on just my facebook account alone and so i've been talking about this and documenting my stats and how i've been able to do this now i'm going to be pitching a group 
meeting session type thing. It's 95 fucking dollars and I'm going to be selling it to a whole bunch of people that want to build their brand and it's a monthly subscription and we're basically going to be assisting you guys using a free application. It's called Band and if you guys don't know about Band, it's basically for band teachers but you can use it for your real estate business and it's a free platform. You can upload videos, training modules, assignments, you can do uh, Q&As, you can interact with your people, remove them, uh, you can assign admins, it's everything. It's basically a glorified educational discord and so it's this being said, I'm going to be funneling people into that band app and I'm going to be syncing it with Stripe and then charging people a monthly fee to be a part of it. And so all the people that have been interacting with me in that new Facebook account that I've created, I mean, I'll tell you, man, it's like 44, 45,000 people that have followed me within the last 23 days. My goal is to get to 100K within the next week. So that's kind of where I've been at. And it's an entirely different following than any of the other accounts that I've ever created. It's like I'm reaching an entirely different group of people. And so this is one of the things that I love so much about social media is that all it takes is a couple of videos and boom, you have a brand and credibility and you can instantly sell coaching on how you built your brand. You can talk about how you're editing your videos. You can utilize different videos on YouTube to create workflows on how people can go viral. The education's already out there. So you can just reiterate on that, make it your own, uh, create some originality with what you got because I promise you there's a whole bunch of people that are doing this. And I promise you, if you get about 30 people to sign up and $95, well, fucking A. You know, do the math on that at 3000 dollars a month. If you can get 300 people to sign up at $95, then that's about $30,000 a month. And you could be making that passively and doing it part-time, meeting with them once a week on the band app and uploading all the training modules and all the other things that you have as far as resources into the app so that people have access to it when they join the group. And it's super fucking simple, dude. So like legit, I've been doing that. And that's going to be the program that I plan on launching here in the minute. I'm not trying to fucking sell you guys anything. No, I don't think anybody here needs that. But I'm just letting you all know that it's possible. And it's just a completely different business than what I've already been doing. And it goes hand in hand with what I do for my production company. So I'm creating a funnel using the band app, using my new presence that I have on my new Facebook account to push the agenda of me moving and I'm sorry, me creating content for other people. And so, you know, we have a package for that. It's like 15 create up to 30 to 40 reels for you every single fucking month and that's a solid business eventually you can hire staff hire team get three or four of those clients and bam you're already at like i don't know 10k a month so that's how crazy this can get and this is an entirely new business i've never done this shit before and i've just been building up my own brand personally up this entire fucking time anybody can do it literally anybody can do it if i can fucking do it and literally like 11 years ago today i got robbed at gunpoint and fucking literally they took all my money and all my weed and straight up the only job i've ever had was at jack in the box and somehow i just managed to own 18 different companies so if i can fucking do it you can fucking do it get it my god my god see that's new stuff that's innovation right there i'm just saying respectfully man that was dope that was good stuff man i want to hear i want to hear from bam i gotta hear from dr o i want to know what dr o is gonna do too you know what i'm saying but i know bam is oh, bam to get will follow go ahead dr o it's dr o here we'll go with bam we're going with bam let's go all let's right, get it all right now first of all quentin i want to thank you king for using bam in your dissertation <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Number two, you're one of the few people that talked about passive income. So let's talk about the title. No money, minus 200 actually, actually in the negative, a 450 credit score. For those of you that don't know, I'm here in Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California is the homeless 
capital of the United States of America. And we are right now in the process of eradicating Skid Row. Yes, it's a process. Yes, there's a mental health issues. There's cash flow issues. There's affordable housing. So I'm going to speak to our as if you were all in this room with no money. Okay, now watch this. First of all, I want you to get my data for those who have a, a short attention span. Hit my bio, go to my Instagram, and you'll see my 10kbam.com. Then when you get to my 10kbam.com, over to the right, it says text BAM to that number. You don't have to even think about the number. Just put hit that put in BAM, and that'll send data back to you exactly what I'm getting ready to say. I'm going to say that again. Hit my hit my BAM, go to my Instagram, and then hit my 10kbam.com. Over to the right, you'll see text BAM. That data I'm getting ready to share in less than one minute, it's going to come back to you. So bottom line, most people that are homeless panhandle. Most people that are homeless have some connection with some nonprofit. There are about five or six huge nonprofit organizations in downtown Los Angeles, also called Skid Row. And these small, excuse me, these large nonprofits are getting rich off of these poor people. That's one of the reasons why Skid Row has existed for as long as it has. So here's what we do. What we do is we have the nonprofit actually become, let's call it the sponsor of the homeless person. The business owner become the sponsor of the homeless person, whereas they're tired of these camps outside of their buildings. So what we do with the nonprofits, we give them a flyer with that quote unquote homeless person's tracking ID. So rather than asking people to give them some coffee, you have some spare change and all of these things that most of us have heard time and time and time again, the person that's homeless says, hey, they hand them a flyer and say, hey, will you advertise with BAM? So the person that gets that from the homeless person, what the heck did you just say to me? Well, and there's thousands of businesses in downtown Los Angeles, you guys. Well, you advertise with BAM. So when I advertise, what do I get? Well, first of all, I get $99.50. And so now I can stay in a hotel tonight and I won't be living outside of your building. So the person says, so I spend the, the, the business owner. So this is their advertising budget. They spend a one-time fee of $199. The homeless person gets $99.50. What a day that homeless person now has $36,000 a year. With that, their life will change. We're doing this right now. I'm going to land my plane with this. When you get to helpbamhelpthem.com, there's a song at the top of that page that I executive produced in 1998. The song is entitled, I Want to Change the World. The lyrics talk about homelessness and war. It doesn't talk about monkeypox, Dr. Ashley, but it does talk about issues in the hood, in the community. We're solving problems. I'm Brian Franklin, and that's something that people can do right now with no money, and I'm done speaking. Wow. Bam. That was that was a bam, bam worthy, uh, uh, uh idea right there you know shit that was a good good idea and it's helping people man i think we got i think we got dr o back you know what i'm saying i don't know where she had went earlier you know what i'm saying maybe she took maybe you she took so a coffee spoiled. Break. we need You're the gems we need I the gems
Spoil me. And I do it. What's going on? What, what are we? I know everybody's like having their energy. Bam is always amazing. So what are we talking about? Credit Ninja was laying down the law. Credit Lose Ninja came. Down the law. Yeah. Yes, came in swinging and banging. That's what we do. In, in, this is a Texas swinging and banging. Swinging. You know? What you know about that swinging and banging, Doctor? Wait a minute I'm now. From Texas. Come on. Oh, we swinging and banging. Hold up, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. So here's the thing. Here's the, hey, see, Dallas came off mic. He know what's going on. You know what's going on. She put them elbows down there in H Town. I seen that. She put them elbows out there. Come on now. I'm just saying. Everybody don't know, Dallas. Everybody don't know. We got our own culture down here. Say, man. You got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But uh, so what what we talking about, Dr. O, is uh, you know, at the top of the title, we say, you negative 200 in your account. Negative 200 in your account, 450 credit score. You need to build wealth in 90 days. What is Dr. O going to do? That's what I want to know. Well, since I stand about 6'4 in heels and I'm kind of sexy, you know, Ooh. I'll probably go talk to somebody that I know in the male <laughs> culture. You know, and it'll work. It'll work. It'll work. Yeah, it'll work. It'll Take work. Them for the team. No, I'm just fine. Okay, so, <laughs> well, this is normal. Uh, people with money or who are underneath money are always going to be in a situation. I had a beautiful young lady one day. I can't remember her name to be honest with you, but she changed my life with saying two things. She said, always be looking for money and always be looking for deals. Now what she was speaking about was from a real estate perspective, but what I was able to do is grapple that into everything that I was doing. Even if that's looking for deals or money in my, in my charity or my ministry or whatever it is that I'm doing, always be looking for those things and opportunities. If Dr. O can't do it, or it's not in her wheelhouse, my my sister or somebody else or Byron or Los or whoever, they can do it. Um, and so a lot of times what I've seen work best for me is affiliation and referrals. There's a lot of times where a month will come in and 100% of the money that I get came from somebody else's stuff. So I create those agreements often, as much as possible, where applicable. You can't sign on to everybody's stuff. You don't want to be pushing everybody's brand. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens with that as well. However, over the years, what I noticed was when I'm in a bind and it's Raymond Noodles time, like the queen was saying earlier, then I already know that that money coming in from those affiliate referral agreements are going to help sustain me as well. Sometimes they're minimal. I, I treat $20 the same way I'm going to treat 1000 I respect all levels, pennies and everything. I respect money 100%, and I have a good relationship with money. So when it's not coming in like it needs to or I'm negative, I have a great relationship with the banker. Do you mind cutting out some of those fees? Can you put this account on? pause or suspend my account so I don't collect any more fees because I'm in a situation. Here's my timeline. One key word that I've seen work magic like I've never seen before is just one word. It's so amazing when it comes to creditors or bankers or what we call corporate language. The word is hardship. For some reason, it's like the Manchurian candidate and you say hardship and then they just like, oh, you're a human. Let me help you. So sometimes I've learned what code words work for me. One word that has worked for me ever since I was younger, 19 to now, I'm 43, has been the word hardship. Now, I can't just say hardship. I'm going to have to say, here's what happened. Here's what's going on current. 
and here's what I'm going to do in the future. And I turn in that hardship letter. A lot of times people are easier to assist me with my credit or some type of, like you said, negative bank account or some future money. Being honest about that. We live in the area of social media. It's pride this and pride that and Louis Vuitton this and Bentley that. And we live in this social media area where everyone's putting out their highlights, which I, which I love that you put your highlights out. But we know that those highlights are just that. They're just highlights. There's so much that goes on in the back end that nobody knows about. So for me, I pull that information out in private when it comes to my money. I treat that like a very good relationship. And I honor money. And I honor the systems of respect of relationships. So whenever I'm in a bind and I ask somebody for something, I have to be honest with them and say, hey, I'm not doing so well right now. And I'm being very transparent right now. My credit cards are completely maxed out. I'm happy about it because I know why they're maxed out. But it's hard as hell and it's bad. Matter of fact, one of my credit cards is over the limit. I'm like, what? Anyway, so um, I was telling someone, someone that I've assisted and helped out. A lot of times you have to go back into the things you've already set up and the seeds you've already planted, which come back to harvest a little bit later. So I told this gentleman, hey, I'm a little overextended on my credit, yada, yada, yay. He paid just the overextension. He didn't pay the bill. He didn't pay the interest or anything. But hey, let me just get you out of being over the limit. You pay me back whenever or whatever the case may be. I've had to rely on my relationships to get out of my uh, bad situations. And last but not least, Whenever you want to do something, whatever you've envisioned, whatever you've imagined, somebody else has already done it. Don't kiss no tail. You don't have to sit on laps like I said before. You don't have to do anything crazy. Get with the people who have already done it. You don't have to like them. You do have to respect them, but they don't have to like you and you don't have to like them. Take your emotions off the table. Somebody in this great big world has done what it is that you're trying to do. So if you find yourself in a negative stance, like the title says, and you're way in the hole, you're going to need some type of R&R and some type of rescue, some type of help. And don't be embarrassed to do it. I'd rather be wealthy and hated than to be sitting up here broken, poor, and loved on. I don't want it. So you have to get to your energy of what's real for you. Dr. O has taken jobs. Now, the way I would go to an employer will be totally different than an employee. I come with my, uh, my EIN versus my social, stuff like that. I probably don't even do half the work. I, 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 I send it out to other people so I can get a portion of the money. They can get a portion. Everybody's happy. And it frees up my time. But however, there's so many systems that we can use. And I'll post some stuff in the chat. I'm just saying, man. Hey, me hop in, Byron. It's Coach. Yeah, Hello, so before I go, I um, y'all can do this from the public library with a razor phone to show my age, <laughs> a razor flip phone. Um, you need an attorney, and write this down because y'all can do this like today. Uh, get you an attorney, get you a CPA because you're gonna need the attorney to help you get incorporated, like Los was talking about. You can need a CPA to make sure they go over these numbers. I want y'all to go to a website called Biz, B-I-Z, Buy, Sell. Instead of buying real estate with no money out of pocket, go buy you a business with no money out of pocket. Let it be a strong revenue-based business, and I'll screenshot a, a, a picture to Ashley. Right now, there's more construction projects going on across the United States you can shake a stick at, right? So you don't have to be the one doing construction, but find you a nice revenue-based, revenue-driving roofing company, for example. They'll do seller financing. The owner will stay on and even teach you the business so you can hop on and do owner financing. Now you own that business. Go get you a revenue-based loan. 
for that business. Now you got a cash flowing business that you ain't had to put no money out of pocket for. Uh, you get you revenue based financing that'll put your money in your pocket. What I would do with that money is put some of it for expansion. Go get you a couple off money market properties with a wholesaler. Flip those in the meantime. Put cash in your pocket. You you might be staying in your car still because you're working at night at HEB doing uh, stocking shelves at night. You ain't got time to sleep, right? You, you really ain't got time to sleep. So you're going to go there. You're going to contact United Way. You're going to take a shower somewhere or whatnot, right? We're going to just be real poor. Because I did this living out of my car. No cap. Uh, brought my family to Louisiana in the 08, situation when I started my real estate company. And I went back to Houston, stayed in my car. Uh, get with United Way, take a shower, get yourself cleaned up, but get you that revenue-based business. Now, you own a business that you that the seller is financing to you. You got revenue financing, money in the bank that's coming through. You find your wholesaler, you get your couple of properties being flipped. You ain't got to make a whole lot of money. I just made maybe 10 to 20 racks on it. That's all I need. Now, you got cash in your pocket. You have a revenue-based business. That attorney now, that attorney now, step two, will get you your own corporation, Right, so you get your business making account, everything set up for your business, and you will attend a meeting like I attended yesterday. University of Houston is having construction, just like UT. Y'all heard me talk about it. Now you are a minority certified business because you let the attorney set up your certification, your corporation, all that, and they need minority vendors to be subcontractors. Right? You just bought a roofing company; they need roofers. Don't complain about the project; just sub. Just be in the room and they'll say, yes, we need minority contractors to be 20, 30% of that. You can do all this from a computer at the library. You get yourself minority certified. You are a roofing company. You own a roofing company. You ain't got to set the roofs, but your company can. And with a matter of 60, 90 days or so, you can probably get yourself a little subcontract, nothing big. But now your roofing company, who was already driving revenue on the business it was already doing, has another contract. So once the contract lands, that contract pays out your revenue-based financing. Your revenue could do it yourself if you wanted to. Now you got assets in the property that you flip. You got a company that you bought that the revenue will pay up over time. And the owner will stay on and show you how to even run the company. So in 90 days, you you, you, you went from living in your car to buying the business you had to put no money out of pocket for. No cap. I ain't selling no programs or nothing. You take that program and you record it, you transcribe it, and you run that play. You can run that play right now. Right now. How many of those have you done? Probably, we do about six a year. I've been doing this since 2009. So you do them intentionally on purpose now as a part of your business model. But it is, it is a hard part of my business model, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's incorporated into your business model. So I definitely yes, want to talk to you offline about yes, that. Yes, no, it's a hard, right. yeah. Yeah, okay, it's, cool. a, it's a hard part of business month. Yes, yes. You can, just like you buy real estate with no money out of pocket, you can buy businesses with no money out of pocket. Owner finance, the owners will stay on, especially with, and this is the key, y'all, and nobody really talks about this. Y'all hear about baby boomers are retiring and all this kind of this thing. What do you think a lot of the baby boomers are doing that have businesses? Laundromats, uh, washing terriers, uh, landscaping companies. University of Houston, again, yesterday at the Health Procurement was talking a lot about we have landscaping contracts and nobody to fill them. Go find you a landscaping business that's for sale. My lawn guy is doing it. I talked about this on Instagram Live yesterday. The guy that's doing my lawn, his name is Milan Vincent. He is purchasing an existing landscape company to give himself more capacity so he can go out and get himself a contract to work with the city. Boom. Do wow. it now. Man, listen, if y'all ain't paying attention today, God, listen. 
I don't know what to tell you, man. I know Benny has something he wanted to add to the room uh, as well. Yeah, ben, ben, you, you, yeah I want to go. I want to go real quick. Yeah, go on, get, get it in, get it in, get it in, then we go to Benny. Yeah, yeah, I was about to head in the gym real quick. I ain't want to, you know, go in there without uh, at least giving some type of value. So I've been hearing a lot of great answers, man. A lot of people talking about a lot of great businesses, right? But I will say this. One thing that we're leaving out is Byron got as a title that you negative 200. I feel like a lot of these ideas is 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 being mentioned is great, but at the same time, if I'm negative 200, I need some money right now. I got a son and a wife, so I got stuff I got to do right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm looking around my house and everything I don't need, that shit got to go. Day one, it got to go. I need some money. I got to eat. I got to be able to move. I got to be able to put gas in the car, right? Because we got to be realistic. Anything on own, it got to go. So I'm going to at least try to come up with at least $1,000, right? After I get that $1,000, I got a choice. It depends on what you cut like. I don't know what everybody's situation is. I can either go get a 9 to 5 for a little time period, or if you got heart like I do, then I'm going full time and we're going to war. That's what we're getting ready to do, right, Byron? I'm going the real estate route. Because I instantly know that I can get some money real quick. I'm going to take that $1,000 and a couple hundred of that. I'm going to go buy me some bandit signs. We buy houses. At least 100 signs. I'm putting them in all the high traffic areas in the city. And I'm trying to attract homeowners. That's the first thing I'm going to do. The second thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go to my county's website. Because if your county like our county here in Alabama. They got a, they got a code enforcement list. All the unsafe buildings in the city. I'm getting ready to hit that list. I'm going to click on the unsafe buildings. It's going to tell me when it became a code violation, what's the property address, who is the homeowner. I'm going to take that homeowner name. I'm going to fastpeoplesearch.com, right, and I'm getting the phone numbers. I'm calling them to see if they want to sell their property, right, if they want to sell their property. Eventually, as I keep going, somebody's going to sell their property. While I'm doing that, in the meantime, out of that thousand dollars, I'm taking at least thirty dollars and getting somewhere like the wealth community because I know I get access to a lot of real estate scripts, a lot of different tips and tricks for thirty, you know, for thirty dollars a month. I'm gonna use my time wisely, and also I'm gonna be looking to partner and joint venture with somebody as I get the homeowner and contract from the unsafe buildings. I'm I'm a, I'm a going to, I'm a going somewhere like the wealth community or Facebook groups. And I'm going to see who on the joint venture this deal with me. So that way I can make me a couple thousand dollars to get some deals off. I think if we talking about negative 200 instant offense, that's what I'll do with my time, Byron. I ain't going to lie because I know I'm going to be able to do it. And once I get the deal off, hey, more deals come after that. More marketing. So Diddy, that's what I would do. Did he help you? <clears throat> Sorry about that, Byron. Did he help you? How do you get your thousand dollars? Oh, I'm selling everything in my house. Clothes got to go. Shoes got to go. I'm down to two outfits. I'm so I'm you know, know, get yourself hey, a uniform. Outfits, I'm I'm Hold on, listen. Yo, listen, 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 listen. I don't need no furniture. I don't need no kitchen table. You know how I know? Because this is my damn journey that I actually did when I'm telling y'all. So I hope somebody was really listening. Didn't you sell the fucking refrigerator in the apartment that you were staying in, bro? <laughs> I was about, I was, I was about to, I was about to. Real hustlers. I'm gonna get it back because I'm telling you, I'm looking at the title. It's say negative two hundred. So if I'm negative two hundred, 
That means I got to do some stuff that I got to get done today. Everything, some things take time. We ain't got time for that when you're negative 200. Hey, Diddy, you know, but, you know, one, one thing that I haven't heard none of us say, right, and, and I specifically didn't, didn't say something because uh, I just wanted to see if any of, of y'all would, like, Diddy, you Diddy, you know, you can throw an Instagram post and say, hey, I'm doing a class today at this at this appointed time for $500, and, and, and you can have, you know, a thousand people in that motherfucker for $500. Like, I know I could do something like that with credit, but I was trying to, you know, keep it a little bit more realistic for, for everybody, but... You know, you easily throw a, throw a class together and, and tell people you're going to teach people your acquisitions that at a discount and you're going to have a plethora of people in that joint. You know what I'm saying? So, so without with, with credit, um, one thing that, you know, one thing that, you know, every almost everybody got on their plate that, that we don't that we not taking advantage of. Man, so many of y'all took the play. So many of y'all took the play that's in this room right now. Man, y'all go do the play and that's creating money out of thin air, too. Easy. All you gotta do is go reach out to some real estate agents, re- reach out to all the wholesalers in your area, um, all the, all the real estate agents in a particular area, just close some deals. XL, up and, XL, XL. Yeah, to play XL. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Definitely to play XL for sure. Play XL. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, I, I, I ain't hear nobody say that, and and that's literally money out of thin air. All you gotta do is make some phone calls and let 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 people know what what you do. I, I've I've done that. Like it's so many different ways to 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 you know get some money, um, but you know that 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 digital world, Diddy, Byron, y'all brothers, uh, I, I know y'all could do that, and 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 there's some other people that's on the stage that that can easily bust a play like that. But that that that's that's simple money, easy money, quick money, twenty, thirty, forty thousand, couple people in the room and on the Zoom giving giving some value. Um, you you can pull that. But you the can play go to free sites. You can go to free sites. You can you can literally go to free sites. You can create digital di- products that that supports the session that you're going to host. You can just like uh, they have a link at the top of the screen. Pin the link to the top of the screen in a room on Clubhouse and sell your products. Sell your coaching services. Let them know for a hundred dollars you're going to coach them on whatever. Get ten people to sign up. Now you have plus eight hundred. You're out of the negative. Websites that are free: Canva.com, Gumroads.com. These are these are free sites that are available. You have free apps like Poshmark. Diddy talked about selling his items. You can sell on Poshmark. You can sell on LetGo. There are so many apps that are available if you're really trying to get out of the negative and generate some income quickly so that you can then implement some of these strategies that you hear. But as Diddy talked about, focusing on getting out of the negative first. If you're focusing on getting out of the negative first, what are you doing to generate the income to get out of the negative? Back to you, Byron. Yeah, I mean, this is good stuff, man. I, you know, I, I definitely got to get Benny in here, man, because um, I know Benny is doing this challenge, man. And and it, it really goes back to what we all need to be focused on, and that's developing our skill sets. I think, you know, being able to effectively tell our story, right? Uh, a lot of times us being able to communicate um, our needs and um and, and our desires in an effective way are the difference makers between success and lack thereof. Success 
and lack thereof. We all got choices. At the end of the day, this entire show was about choices, right? At the end of the day, what you finding out is that you're not going to keep a hustler down. You're not going to do it. Everybody in this room, you know what I'm saying, from what I've been hearing so far, right, have been in a situation back against the wall. They had, did he, he used words like war. Like, did he, why are you using words like war? You know what I'm saying? Like these are big words, man. It's 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 it's, it's that serious, man. It's it's like, listen, man, we going to battle. We going to battle with this thing. You understand what I'm saying? And that's the kind of mentality you kind of have to have when they're back against the wall and you need to do everything in your power to make a, a pivot. Everything in your power. But Benny, yeah, man, let, let us know what's going on, man, because yeah. this is important, man. So let me give you a strategy. And here's the thing that, and I love what Lo said, and Ash, uh, I'm going to call her Coach Ashley because she's in coaching mode today. I'm, I'm loving yeah, she it. On it. Um, yeah, she's on it. So here's the thing. What you know is greater than what you do. And so there are those who do, and there are those who understand what they know, and they create something from that. So let me give you a quick strategy that I just jotted down here. That if you let's say you want to take what you know, your experience, whatever industry doesn't matter. Okay, first thing you want to do is you want to create a, a one pager, right? Create a one pager. If you're saying, "Listen, I want to speak out there. I want to be able to get my message out there. I want to do a training, a workshop. I want to do a coaching. I want to do what you see up on top, the one day, the, the five day challenge. If you want to do something like that, create, a, get a bio." Make sure that your bio reflects exactly what you want people to know about you. Second thing you want to do, create a one-pager. Create a one-pager with everything that you've done, some highlights, some testimonials, what your price point is, who you serve, what you, all of those things. Next you want to do is create a sizzle reel, right? So here's what I would do. This is what I did early on. I just went and spoke and I captured the content. Because here's the thing. If people see me in action, they don't know if I got paid for it or not. And guess what? It isn't until I let them know that, that what it costs to bring me in as a speaker, that they understand that value. But capture the content. Create a sizzle reel. Next thing you want to do is email people you know who are close in proximity. Hey, can you bring me in to speak? Hey, do you have a need? Can I do this? Again, if it's sales, if it's if it's uh, you know training, if it's development, if it's something specific that you do that you know that you, or you have a solution to a problem, email these folks. Make sure that you they, they know exactly what you do. Also, two things you want to do. Speak for free and speak for fee. There is a big difference. When I speak for free, it's because I know I'm in front of the right audience. I'm talking to people who I know I'll take back multiple opportunities. This is something that I did. Um, I did a, what they call pay to play. So I paid to sponsor an event. They brought me up to stage and I closed 80000 just off one client. Okay. Also, you want to do is you want to record your content. Record your content, rinse and repeat, repost it, use it on reels, use it on stories. Listen, when people start to see that you're actively doing this, I guarantee you there's no way that someone's not going to hire you if it's $1,500, $2,500, $5,000, or like for me, I charge $10,000. If they're going to bring you in to speak and you have all of these things that you're showing, and I'm going to tell you, most of what I just told you, you can do for free. You can have somebody record. Listen, if you got an iPhone, you got a good iPhone and you're recording content 
and you get somebody to edit on Fiverr, maybe that's going to cost you a few bucks. But what is that going to open up for you in terms of speaking opportunities? So when when, when you hear me share this strategy, this is why we're doing this challenge called monet- uh, Speak More and Monetize, right? We want you to not just sit on your, your message. We want you to stand on it and find multiple ways to share it. Now, again, this is this is things that I've done in creating eBooks. This is what I've done in creating coaching courses. This is what I've done in getting corporate gigs, speaking gigs, being inv- invited to speak on VIP mastermind stages, doing multiple things on social media, creating masterclasses. And so what we're doing with this challenge, and again, we've had 120 people sign up for this. And I'm excited about this because we're going we're gonna to continually run this challenge. But this first challenge that we're doing is going to be awesome because what we're doing is I'm giving away this new ebook that I've created called The Three Core Essentials. Now, why am I saying this? Because we all know our why, what, and who, but are we actually monetizing from that? So what you're going to get out of this is you're going to be able to get clarity around defining your message. You're going to understand your strategy. You're going to understand picking your target audience. You're going to be able to develop these type of things in terms of how do I create more visibility? There are so many amazing things that you're doing. And I love what Dr. O said. Dr. O nailed it when she said, you're focusing too much on the highlights. She's absolutely right. I want you to focus on the insights. I want you to focus on the knowledge-based things that you know people need because they need problems being solved. So we're going to go over this over a five-day period, August 15th through the 19th. There's a, this is a paid challenge. I'm going to be honest with you. This is a paid challenge because we are making an investment in you. You're going to get access to our private Facebook community. You're also going to get access to my Speak More Academy, my first course called The Psychology to Speak More. You're also going to get a masterclass training that I did. We are putting tons of value in the Facebook group. And in order for you to be a part of it, you got to sign up. you got to be a part of it. Listen, $97, I believe, is going to change your life. I fully believe that. I'm betting on myself. I'm bringing 26 years of speaker experience, 13 years as a certified professional coach. And we're going to walk you through these strategies. We're going to give you homework. We're gonna, there's also going to be a VIP option so that you can spend an hour with me afterwards and bring all your questions, concerns, so we can help you speak more and monetize. Love it. You know, man. Fire. At the, at the end of the day, finding your message is important, ain't it, Ashley? It's so important, but I have a message. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I get a lot of DMs and a lot of messages about motivation, inspiration, feeling stuck. But are people really tapping into the opportunities? that are available for them to help them get unstuck mm. to help them get the information mm. to help them be able to execute you have some brilliant minds right here on the stage and all of them have communities i see kalani with the women in real estate i see anthony Anthony has, he did an epic session yesterday, by the way, in the VA loan space. I see Luis. Luis talks about not being homeless, right? I see people on stage. Colleen's the queen of doing deals under 20K. She does rooms on the app. You have all these opportunities, all of these brilliant minds right here, and they can help you get unstuck. You can tap into the challenge so that you can learn how to speak more and get paid for it, monetizing what's already inside of you. You can tap in there. You can tap into the wealth community. The wealth community has a session every 
Thursday night. But the best part about the Wealth Community is they'll see all of the recordings from the previous sessions too. You can tap into that. You know, of course, I'm going to shout out to the ladies in the building. I, I see all of these ladies, Shirley, Leanne, Claudia, Desiree, Katrina, April, Jackie. Are you tapped into the Phenomenal Women Leading Community? We have a conference in Atlanta, September 23rd through the 25th. No excuses. Virtual tickets are available if you can't come in person. Do you have your tickets? Are you registered for sessions? Are you going to masterminds? No stingy energy. Next mastermind is in October in Miami. Are you really doing the things that you need to do to level up? To surround yourself. To put yourself in position. To get the tools. To get the knowledge. No excuses. I know Anthony Glenn knows about no excuses. He's a distinguished gentleman of Omega Sci-Fi. But y'all starting that gang gang. I'm just saying no excuses are the tools of the incompetent. Ash, can I jump in real quick? And Colleen, I just want to say one quick thing about your event. Um, oh, and, go ahead, beautiful. And the person you are, she is just an incredible person. Um, I had to donate, and one day it'll be $5,000. I donated 500 to sponsor um, for the last event some tickets. And I want to encourage other people to do the same. You never know who needs a ticket and they can't afford it, but getting around the right women and the right communities, like the phenomenal women leading, like the wealth community, can change their lives. So if there's anybody here that's in the position to sponsor some tickets, um, yeah, I suggest go for it. Love it. Thank you. They're sponsored. I want to shout out the BLB. BLB is a sponsor of Phenomenal Women Leading Community. Yeah, we dropped so that big bag. We dropped that big bag on <laughs> Ashley, man. That big old bag, man. Yeah. <laughs> what we drop? Oh, we drop. Oh, we drop on that top level. I'm just saying. Austin is the top level sponsor of the yeah, Phenomenal Women. Yeah, that big bag, man. I'm just saying. I already know. I already know how BLB <laughs> is coming. One day I'll be dropping those big, big sponsors. That big bag, man. What we talking about, man? We put that big bag out there. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Anyone else who want to drop a big bag to be a sponsor, the <laughs> invitation is open. I welcome Let's you go. to support the work that we're doing yes, in the indeed. Phenomenal Women Leading Community Network. I just got to throw that out there. Thank you, Colleen. Put the money where your mouth is. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll take it because we do the work every day and we help ladies up level and reach their full potential. That's what I'm saying. Listen, today was an epic conversation. We appreciate you all tapping all the way in. Ladies, tap into me. Send me a message. I'll send you the link so you can join us. Make sure you hit the house at the top of the screen. Become a member of the Business Over Breakfast Club. Go to where you consume your podcast episodes and subscribe to the No Cindy Energy Podcast. And leave us a five-star review. We know you enjoy the session because you're here every single Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we appreciate you rocking out with us. Now, make sure you tap into Benny's Challenge. Click the link at the top of the screen. Join the biggest challenge for speakers 
looking to speak more, speak more and monetize. All right, tap all the way into it. We wanna see you tomorrow, 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to Helen, who would like to donate tickets to people for the conference. I appreciate you, I just received your message. Thank you so much. We want to see you tomorrow right here on Clubhouse. We appreciate your continued support. Have the most amazing rest of your day on purpose. Byron's going to vibe us right on out. You already know, man. We're going to do it like this. <laughs> oh, what we talking about right now?
Man, 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 man. See y'all tomorrow, tomorrow, man. man. Go grab your thick old.